Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. All right, what's up, Gypsy Gang? We are back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast. But before I tell you about today's awesome episode, I need to talk to you about some brands that keep this Gypsy wagon on the tracks. Um, I just have alluded to it in the last couple ad reads, but I just made the switch over to Boost Mobile. Uh, Those guys are basically our major sponsor in this podcast. Um, So I just thought I'd let everybody know um, the process. So I kept my existing number. Uh, I got a blank SIM card from those guys. And then I basically called uh, their service line gave him my number, all the details that go along with that. And it took about four hours to go from Telstra to Boost Mobile. Once I did that, I had my $50 recharge, which gave me um, 100 international minutes, unlimited call and texting and 20 gig of data. Um, so I put that in uh, through the Boost Mobile app, which is was actually really, really good. Uh, and that's it. In like four hours, my number converted over from Telstra and... Uh, I'm still on the same network. It still says Telstra up on the the top left-hand corner um, of my phone, but I'm on the Boost Mobile uh, platform. So yeah, it's it's as we've said before, it uses the Telstra 4G network. Um, everything's the same except I just don't pay like a crazy amount of money for data. So I'm pretty excited. Like it, it's sort of. I guess it's like bad in a way to be like excited to have a lot of data, but I think just everything is done off data these days, whether it's iMessage, um, Instagram messages, Facebook. I just feel like every single way that somebody contacts me is through data and being, uh, I've actually been on prepaid for a while now and I'm sort of always found myself constantly re-upping data and paying like $10 for one gig, which was just ridiculous. So actually feels like kind of liberating and I'm almost embarrassed to say liberating because of having more data but I'm excited to stay connected have my messages come through have my emails come through and yeah just not kind of have that like oh you've reached your data limit so yeah I just thought I'd let you guys know just how easy it was for me to change over from uh, another service provider to the guys at Boost Mobile we are still running our surfboard competition with Steel Lewis from SLD Surfboards. So if you guys haven't entered already, all you need to do is take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast, or you could even take like a photo of you listening to the podcast. Um, we've had people that have uh, taken like a 
video of their car head unit playing the podcast, which is cool. Just anything you guys do to show us that you're listening to the podcast. And then all you need to do is tag at Gypsy Tales Podcast and at SLD Surfboards. And you're in the draw to win a custom surfboard from the man himself. And I have one on the way and I'm frothing. Weather's getting cold up here in the Gold Coast. Time to put on a spring suit. And that also means the waves are going to get nice and clean as well. So I'm definitely excited to have my own. And you should be excited to have your own as well. And if you don't win, you can just order one. You can order whatever you want. Steals the man. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know quickly, I said it on the last podcast, but May 26 and 27, I'll be at the Transmoto 8 hour. This is not an ad. They do not pay me to say this. I'm telling you this because you should want to go. It's uh, if you're a moto guy or you've got a couple mates and like, you don't even have to be like a racer to do this. It's almost like, it's almost better if you go there and don't want to win. I think that's kind of been our attitude. Like we've got on the beers the night before. And I mean, the first year we went, we, we got, yeah, we definitely got on the beers the night before and had some of the craziest, funny laughs I've ever had. Um, and I think that just burned in my memory as like, you know what, this is what this event is all about. Um, so it's actually at Gum Valley Natural Terrain Motocross Track, um, which is just uh, just south of Mackay. So it's a big drive. We're going to road, road trip up from Brizzy. We've got a whole gang of us going up there. Um, so yeah, they've still got a bunch of teams available. You can do it as a one-man. You can do it as a two-man. You can do it as a three-man or a four-man. I'm so organized, I don't even know what we're doing it as yet. But our team is team six hour a year, as it always is, because I feel like that's about all we ever really get to ride. So um damn five minutes already this shit these arteries go quick like i feel bad for you guys but i feel like i just don't get to say all the stuff i need to say um today's episode is with one of my best friends and i just can't tell you guys how much i love sam Moore. uh he's been on the podcast with uh jackson i was like nervous to put that one out because all we did was talk shit for literally three hours but i think that's still our third most listened to podcast of all time which is pretty rad because we've had some heavy hitters. So I said to Sam, come on, do your own. Because he's got a crazy story. He's like a journeyman of Australian um, like action sports and like international now, really. Like he sponsors dudes from all over the world with his company, Fist Handwear. So it's five over five minutes of me talking. So I'm going to get into it. It's really, really good podcast. There's a little bit of my story in there as well. There's been some people like, oh, I wish you could tell us a bit more about you. So there's a little bit of that in this. Um, hopefully, it's not too much. But yeah, just a great combo with one of my best friends. So enjoy chapter 19. Almost at 20 of these bad boys. So, ah, and I almost forgot. We have uh, t-shirts available. So we have our logo tee that I've worn in the Travis podcast. You can buy them now at gypsytales.com slash shop. And that's it. I promise that's it. And now Sam Moore. We're on. Is that what is that story? Story is that story driven content? Story driven content. <laughs> story based. <laughs> All right. When Sam stops texting, no, nah, I'm, I'm. Nah, you're promoing. Yeah, I'm promoing. I'm promoing you. There's a difference between promo and text, and we can forgive. All right, I reckon we're on. You're on. Yeah. All right. Oh, this is. I don't even know what chapter this is, so I'm not going to say it because. Who knows what order this is coming out in. Bring that bad boy <laughs> into your face. Into my face. 
Get yep. it in your <laughs> face. So, Sam Moore. Hey. Now infamous on the Gypsy <laughs> Tales podcast for our epic conversation. Multiple appearances. Multiple. Yeah, you're the first. Oh, no. Toby's the first two-time guest. Yeah. But I wouldn't have had him on if it wasn't for Dakar. So, well, maybe well. you're like the first two-time guest that's coming on for no reason. For no Dakar. Yeah. You didn't even have to win anything to mm. get on here. Never won anything in my life. Nah, we did establish that you did win something, right? That, that's actually true. The yeah. Tassie, whatever it was. Tassie C, A grade. Nah, C grade. <laughs> <laughs> so, I figured that... <clears throat> Him, him. Um, <laughs> I figured this podcast, because we're going to try and be a little bit more serious, because we were having fun last time. It was a gym. Oh, we're always, we always have fun. We, yeah, we do. Yeah. But this podcast can be like the... The sensible one. Yeah, the but... More, the more sensible one. Yeah, like, I feel like we're two people that can really <laughs> give information on, like, fucking something up and then not going... Nah. You know yeah. what I mean? And, like, you sort of mm. just keep at it. Cause, like, it's the peaks and troughs. It is. And you're a guy that has been through a lot of stuff I've and done it's a lot like, of things for you've sure. done a lot of things and there's never once been a <laughs> smile off your face no. I'm sure there's been like everyone there's it's shit oh, there's been points. moments where there's yeah. <laughs> like there's moments of shit in there of course but for the most part it's just like Sam um, just keeps it wedged yeah just do as much as you can I guess and as much as you can in the allotted time that you have to do the things that, ex- that, that you've you decided that you won't. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you like? Because you're a, this is a gripe I have. A gripe. This is a gripe, right? Yeah. Everyone's a fucking entrepreneur these days, yeah, right? I'm not entrepreneur. But yeah. I've like never looked at myself as an entrepreneur. Like I feel like nowadays the modern term of entrepreneur is like unemployed with an idea. Yeah, totally. And that gets, like, thrown around so much. And I don't think that people actually really have any idea what it takes to be, like, a legitimate... Because, essentially, an entrepreneur is, like, someone that works for himself or whatever, right? Yeah. But it's, like, you sort of transcend that and you don't... Like, I'm rambling. You don't end up thinking of yourself as an entrepreneur. You just work for your, your business that you've created. And I think yeah. now, like, people are looking so much for these, like, little get-rich-quick things or, like, oh, I'm going to start a brand and then that brand's going to be, like, basically trying to be high smile. It's like there's one high smile for, yeah. for every three million other businesses that just were terrible. So it's like, yeah, a guy like you that's honestly like a journeyman in terms of business, <laughs> yeah, really. That's more what it is, I yeah, guess. Yeah, like you kind of... And I'm the same, man. I've well, I had like a Just done a lot, a lot of... So did, so did yeah, I. Yeah, you had a graphics <laughs> company in Tassie. We both had graphics companies. But you know what I mean? And the, I the actually saw, saw that uh, the trailer with the black hand. Like, yeah, I, I was like, fuck off. That's Dude. amazing. And then like my first business, like, so I basically... There you go. Sorry, get microphone in yeah, my face. Yeah, get in your grill. I um, they're like my story of like the first business thing I did because I was like the kid that did the lawn mowing and all that <laughs> shit. Like, man, I used to get dad to take me around with our motorbike trailer with the whippersnipper and the lawn mower, and I used to just like go door to door. Yeah, and so like I guess that was my first thing, but. I had money saved up to go to schoolies at the end of year twelve, and I didn't. I bought like I don't know. A 40 blank no this was 
pre printing. Oh, you do clothing label? Yeah. Oh, stop it. Wrecked industries, bro. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, but that, I took my money from school because I was like, man, I knew for him. like, fuck this schoolies thing. I'm going to be a bazillionaire in the oh, clothing game. I did schoolies for two years. Yeah. Like, realistically. I'm I did, still doing it. I've never schoolies. been to schoolies, but my life's kind of like schoolies. Yeah, you're on schoolies. I'm just you're, on you're, schoolies. Well, you're a toolie now. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I like? I was just like, man, I've done I've done schoolies for two years. Like, I don't yeah. really need to go and spend yeah. three. It was like three grand for a, a week of just fucking doing what I did every Thursday, Friday, Saturday <laughs> for year 11 and 12. Yeah. So, but even then you're like, I mean, I guess then I was probably like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. But now it's just like, no, you're just, just a business. Like, you just have a business and you work yeah, for Yeah, well, you just do what you're doing. Like, I mean, the thing is with me, like, I've never really not have it, had a job as well. Like, I've always had, you know, like my... I've always had like a job and then done other stuff. So I guess like I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't call myself an entrepreneur anyway, but yeah, that, that word's pretty hard to say. Entrepreneur. <laughs> but like, that's what I'm saying. I think that the people that are legitimately what you would call entrepreneurs don't actually use the terminology no. entrepreneur. I feel no. like it's the people that are almost like want to do it. And what you said, like you have to have people... Unless you're doing something crazy and mm. you've got some like ridiculously sick idea, mm. you're not going to be able to just start a business and live off that business. Well, it just doesn't work that way. I mean, and people people think it does, but it just doesn't. Like, and at the end of the day, you got to pay your bills and you got to live. Well, there's capital, man. Like, you need capital to function. And yeah. unless someone's going to give you the capital, and then it's like even but the way i look at it like with people like people like so many people have said to me like why don't you get a loan to expand this or do that or blah 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 but at the end of the day you got to pay that money back with interest with interest so then it's like well why not just work harder at what you're doing to just try and do it i mean it i mean it it takes a lot longer to do it that way and that's the way i've always tried to do it is to try and like not do it that way because I mean, it's sort of like you see like all these American companies and they'll have like some dude will, will have an idea and then all of a sudden they start a brand and there's fucking 15 partners in it. And it's like... You're not really getting a cut from that in the end well, anyway. Well, I mean, even at the end, like the thing might be worth however much and what anything split 15, 15 ways, ways. Is, is like... A kick in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the lotto. <laughs> I mean, you know, of course, there's probably, you know, things like that blow the fuck up that, are, you know, Worth e- it, exceptions yeah. to that. But like $45 billion Facebook, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, you can yeah, split out 15 yeah. ways and live. <laughs> I'm dealing with that, you know, yeah. like it's all good. But no, I know I mean, what you're I, saying, though. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just crazy. And then, like, people to, to get someone involved in, in what you're doing, they have to bring something to the table, you know, not just money because you can get money from anywhere. You can get money from a bank. Yeah, you can just walk into a bank and get money. Yeah, totally. But I mean, you've got to pay it back. So it's, and I think it's a the, false economy, you know? And I think the thing too is like, you need, there's like two ways that you need money in a business. There's running the, well, even three ways, paying the employees, which I guess would fall under like running the business. But when you're starting out, man, I've legitimately never had a salary in my life. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah. not even joke. I'm not joking. Well, I've, at always, all. I've always been on commission. Like, so I've always had second jobs, yeah, but it's always been, stuff. it's always been rep stuff. So it's sort of like, you know, I guess it's a bit different to, 
you know, a salary. Well, I've never had like a solid salary where I'm like, I know I'm getting paid X amount of money. Yeah. Like since I was 17, I haven't had that. Yeah. And like when you have a, a job and then you start. That's a lie. I actually had a real job for like, like eight months or something. What Remember was it? at Rockstar. Oh, Remember Rockstar, I was the business yeah, development yeah. manager for yeah, like for Victoria for like eight months and I had to wear a button up shirt and, and I hated it. No <laughs> so good. I left. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Like people, you either have a job and then your business, right? So like essentially, well, I mean, at this point right now, I don't have any stable income. Like I've got the film work and then the money that's left over from the film work goes into the podcast. Mm. So like, I have nothing now. Like you don't, I don't have like a true gypsy. Yeah. Like I don't have anything. I have a film, like I have cameras and I have like film jobs. If if you're like, I'm running out of money, you can just go do some work. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, in terms of like funding a business. So if you look at like the podcast as a new business, Mm. like thousands of dollars of outlay. And then it's like, even just like the stupid shit, like buying the phone for the set, like, it's $200 in that. And it's like, yeah. that money has to be some, oh, it's got like, to come, come from somewhere. And it's like, I think that, yeah, people definitely, definitely don't understand. Like no. you get in business and like, say you work a job and you want to start a side business, mm-hmm. see your dinner, see your guac on yeah. toast, yeah. like smashed avo, see you eating coffees out. And that's why I think that that real, you know, like I guess what we've done for the last 10 years that's what's rare. Like yeah. there's a lot of people that have these, like I said, that unemployed with an idea or whatever. And I think that, yeah, just the, in this podcast, like I just, we have a very similar trajectory of like yeah, what yeah, we've done. Sure. And then you end up with like, you just don't Whereas end up in the same spot. Yeah. <laughs> you feel like so yeah. a lot of the times, man, you just feel like, you're, oh, like, like I said, before, it's like the whole thing's just peaks and troughs. It's like, you know, this is going good and then something goes not so good. And I mean, even when things, I mean, it's just growth as well. Like when you're growing, yeah. one of the hardest things that I've found like lately is just like trying to keep everything up to the growth of everything is yeah. just fucking crazy. Like no one ever tells you that when you start. Yeah. Well, you, you hear, you definitely hear the term like growing pains mm. and that's a good thing. But it's like paying tax. You're like, oh, I got a, I got a ten thousand dollar bass bill. Well, that means you've killed that it. That means you made money. That means you killed <laughs> it. But then, like, the problem is again, is that if you don't have this money aside, like the there's the growth costs, and mm. then there's just the day to day costs, and mm. then you like go and add interest of a loan on top oh, of and that. At the end of the quarter or whatever, and then they're like, oh, hang on, you owe all this bass, and it's like, fuck. Yeah. Didn't plan on this shit. Yeah. But yeah, took me so, a few years to work that out, and now I've sort of got it unlocked thanks to uh my uh, wonderful friend Amy Russo who <laughs> organises me <laughs> shit oh cause she's a financial planner eh? yeah or, she, or accountant or yeah she's yeah. like a um, business uh, her, her it's called business lane there goes a plug yeah give her a plug um, I haven't yeah, heard yeah, her yeah. name in like probably 10 years yeah well, she's like the best person in the universe but she, she fully like we have 9 o'clock so I have an alarm that goes off like every morning at nine o'clock. It tells me to call her. <laughs> oh, really? You talk yeah, to her yeah, every day? Yeah, pretty much. That's so, sick. Yeah. So she looks after like all my accounts and my bass. <laughs> that's the stuff like that. That's like another really, really good thing to figure out. Right. And it's like, I don't really like Gary V that much. Mm. And like the, cause I feel like he's does like the word vomit thing and like speaks thing. in like rhetoric of, of like, I don't know. It's just like hyper aggressive weird <laughs> shit. But like the the one thing that he does say that 
I like really agree with is triple down on your strengths. Mm. And not so... I'm hopeless at book work. Well, then don't do it. G'day, Amy. Yeah, don't (laughs) do it. And like that, man, for me, like... I was good at, so like in the film company, like mm. I, we had a film company for like five years mm. and we were growing, it was doing good and and it just never got to the point where it should have got to. And in the moment, I'm there going like, this is why, this is why, this is why. Because now you can look at it from a distance yeah. and go, well... This is why that exactly. didn't work. Like but it, at the time, me. when you're fucking inside it, yeah. it's just like you can't work it out because you're inside it. So yeah. it's uh, so hard. But now I, I go, I was like, oh, I was just fucking shit at all of that. Like, Yeah, but the problem is that stuff. you're just running as fast as you can to yeah. get what you can get done done. And sometimes when you're trying to do stuff that you're not that good at, it takes you like four times as long to do it. But you're stuck in it, so you're just do, trying to do it yourself even though you fucking suck at it. Yeah. Like, so I think that that was like the biggest lesson now for me going forward. Like when that business stopped, far out the old, uh, what am I drinking? Doritos <laughs> Mexican Cola. It's actually really Mate, good Mate, you've shit. been to America enough to know that that is Doritos. <laughs> oh yeah, there's no J in Doritos. Doritos. Jesus. What was I saying? Fucking lost it. Um, no, yeah. So like it, you sort of... it it takes I guess that to stop and then you realise that there's so much stuff that I just wasn't good at no, but then no, there's no, stuff can, that I'm like exceptional at absolutely. and it's like do that you should do the do shit that, you should do the shit out of the stuff that you're good at and then yeah the only the the reason that you get to where you are or that you get to where you know you've got talent in something mm. like if you're just super blessed at pool like you're a fucking demon on I'm the pool not, table. I'm, I'm horrible. Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> but like, but for example, but then, if you're, but then so you're like just gifted, but you're four foot nine, and your dream is to play rugby. Mm. You should Mate, play pool. Play fucking pool, like, totally. like don't totally. try and yep. you know what I mean. And it's like, just I think it's hard to be honest with yourself, like really brutally honest. And I think it's like, I guess you'd use the term like rock bottom. Yep. Like sometimes it takes just going being forced to zero mm. to be like oh fuck this is this Maybe is I rock am bottom. Shocking like, at this. this is my fault now you know yeah totally and it's I, like, i've had a heap of those moments like where it's like fuck like this is why, on me. Yeah. why have i why have i been trying to do this i'm no good at it like why don't i have i mean and that's why amy helps me because we got to a point with the business where we basically fucked the whole heap of tax stuff up and got into some trouble with the ato which is very easy to do yeah and um and basically i just called amy she's always been one of my best friends i just called her and i was like dude i need help like bad and she's like yep right send me all your shit <laughs> she's like just put it in a box and send it to me i'll sort it and she just just methodically works just, through it. well i and mean some people well, that's, can, the, that's the whole thing like yeah. like she's awesome at that yeah. but me if i looked at a box full of papers i'd be like holy fuck i wouldn't even open it i Wait, couldn't i get things it'd blow my mind yeah dude i get things where and like i've again you just you have to be honest with yourself mm. like i started going to restaurants and ordering the same thing mm. right this is like a weird story <laughs> but i started i started getting like autistic about shit <laughs> yeah. where i just like go and i'd order it and then I like sat down one day and I was I was like, why? Why well, am I doing this? Well, Jay's like, dude, you just get the same thing every time. 
and I looked and you're at like, him. fuck I do yeah and I and I was like but then I said oh, I'll get something different and I looked at the menu and it was like I was reading fucking Egyptian hieroglyphs man like there was just something wasn't clicking to where I could concentrate on reading the page and it was mm. like I was so distracted with all the other shit the that was shit, going on yeah. so like that's a fucking yard house menu can you imagine me trying to read a tax form <laughs> so <laughs> you know what I mean like there's just and I can obviously I can Wait, read yard house is good though yard house <laughs> is pretty, pretty classic but Ricky hasn't gone there yet we're gonna take you to yard you house you need to treat yourself to some yard house yeah, well, well, two weeks. It's a big country. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we blew that. What do you mean? Yeah, we blew that. You would have driven past, honestly, like probably 3,000. We're in Beverly Hills, man. Or yeah. <laughs> Shake Shack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I just sat there and I was like fully struggling to like concentrate enough to read. It's so uh, funny. You just get into this like in life, like you just, geez, we're getting deep. <laughs> But don't you just you just get so tunnel visioned with like things sure, that, things that you're trying to do and it's just like nothing else matters or like you know like I mean shit like I've been like that for a long time yeah and it's it's crazy like things that matter to other people just don't matter to you I and, have and you just like crazy <laughs> yeah. and, and I try and explain like and especially with with like Ricky or Mum like how do you go with it Ricky <laughs> oh it's a struggle. <laughs> But like, but even so, like when we're in Australia, we stay at mum and dad's place, mm. and mum would be like, "Oh, kid, did you do this?" And I'll be like, "Nah," because I'm trying to do something else. But I just like it's not even out of like lazy. Like no. I'm not a lazy person. No, like no, no. I produce a lot of shit. Stuff. I'm like that's a lot of work to do that. Things stuff yeah. <laughs> goes out into the world. And people listen to it. Whatever. So it's like you can't be lazy and produce that. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's not coming from a place of laziness. It's coming from a place of like, you, you, you're so locked in mm. on whatever it is that you're trying to do yep. that like literally you have blinders on, man. Like I, I don't see. I, I find that with like, cra- like weird stuff like parking fines and speeding fines. I just don't care. Yeah, people are like, but you if you do that you'll get something. I'm like, whatever. Like yeah. I mean, the, like a forty dollar parking fine's like. As, as stupid as this sounds it's like the least of my worries like I'm just trying to do all this other shit yeah. like it's like pff, whatever sometimes like, it's worth your time to get a parking fine yeah just cause you're like fuck this I well, got shit so, to do well like I lived in Melbourne for seven years when I go to Tassie and I'm in a rush like the speeding fine I mean the um the parking fine in Tasmania is actually less than parking in Melbourne how funny is that that's crazy some places in Tassie are like $17 the parking fine it's like fuck I'm gonna park wherever I want <laughs> I'm gonna live here <laughs> yeah, let's live here but yeah I, I so relate to that and I think that, that I guess just getting back to the entrepreneurial side of things is like you it takes a kind of person that is prepared to just look past everything yeah. like and you know even to like we you know you don't eat out you don't mm. like when people say like you have to make sacrifices like you live with nothing like there's been times even you know the film production thing where it's like you're waiting on an invoice mm. technically you've got you know 20 or 30 grand coming in but, but it doesn't matter because you don't actually have it but while that bank account <laughs> while that bank account is at zero then like you can't zero. eat yeah and like I mean you would have been there as well oh, where totally. you just like you literally can't eat and I I remember well, I've had points like where when I um, first you know so, so I've always been a rep so 
we get paid, you know, monthly, monthly, monthly yeah. sort of deal. So like when um, I've gone from like so sort of like repping from like one brand to another sort of thing. I had a period when I was in Melbourne when I first started repping for Unit, um, where I also had a job at a twenty four hour bar um, filling fridges. This is and this is only like. Four, four years ago. So was Fist around when this happened? Yeah, yeah, totally. So like, yeah, that's so, crazy. I mean, I was pretty much doing all that stuff to fund yeah. Fist. So yeah. I had a job at a 24-hour bar filling fridges. Um, I used to do it like Monday Monday to, no, it was Tuesday to Friday. Yeah. And it was from 10 o'clock at night till 3 a.m. I'd go home, go to sleep, wake up at, you know, 8 or 9 and then rep for the day and then do my, my business or whatever and then do it all again. Yeah, so, it's fucking heavy. Oh, it's super heavy. But I mean, shit, if you want but stuff... But when you, if, you when, like, when, barely care. Yeah. Well, it doesn't even matter because you're just doing what you want to do. So, like, I mean, that's the thing. I think a lot of people just, just assume that, you know, oh, I've got this sweet idea. I'm just going to fucking make this brand and I'm just going to do that as my job. Shit, dude, I've been doing Fist for eight years now. Like, started that's in t- 2010. And, I, I like, I still work another job as well yeah i mean and you know i mean you probably could i probably point, could yeah. i could probably do it at this point but it's like i like doing you like a, i like doing it, a, yeah. <laughs> yeah you yeah. like work yeah but no i like doing a lot of different stuff and i like doing you know like a variety and you know i, I love working with with the people that i work with um over there um doing what i do so you know it's a it's, it doesn't feel like a sacrifice because i I would be doing it in my spare time yeah. for fun anyway. Yeah. Even though it's work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think too, like I said to, well, I, I say to people that you have to realize, I think too, like if you're starting a, like when you work for somebody, right, you basically, and this is may sound like an assholey way to put it, but, but I'm <laughs> well, not scared. Man, <laughs> are you an asshole sometimes? Sometimes I am. But I try and be like, I try and be very pragmatic about like take yeah. something yeah. to like a real extreme to see like what it looks like at that extreme end. Yeah. So like on the extreme end of I want to walk out onto the end of the pole. Yeah, and just see what, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's where, because that's where like the real shit's going to happen. Yeah. So it's like on the extreme end of, basically like all right so you get 60 grand a year Mm. basically so like let's say you work for the company that makes this table right tables are us tables are us and tables are us has said yep we're going to give you 60 grand a year Mm -hmm. they're basically telling you that you now need to live your life within a sixty thousand dollar bubble yep and it's like so no more no less and that's, like, that's what you're doing but you're guaranteed that money so mm-hmm. you can if you can figure out a way to like do everything you want to do in, in that $60,000 bubble sweet go for it so but then it's like you're basically it's like you're signing up for that mm. you're like alright what's the life you sign up for yeah exactly mm-hmm. and it's like so you sort of like this contract we'll pay for your life up to this much money yep. and then you have to give X amount of your life to us yep and then that's such a good way. It's yeah. a weird, but it's a weird it's way a weird of thinking way. about definitely, it. Definitely. And then there's jobs where it's like well, you've got to give because what you do, like you give forty hours a week, mm. but it's you don't give forty hours a week, man. You give some people do that. Yeah, some people. Some just people. Check are, out. Some people are like on blah 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 off. Yeah, I've never been like that, ever. No, I mean I haven't, and and this is like with mum. She's like she comes home from work. And we'll talk about work for the next like yeah because few she's, pa- hours. she's yeah, passionate she's like, about and it's a yeah. it's a high 
um, high stress, high yeah, responsibility so she, job. So she needs to download and and. But in know, that, yeah. so in that circumstance, it's like you're not giving them forty hours a week. You're probably giving them like seventy hours a week. Oh, probably more. And then it's like, and then there's all the time that you're thinking about it that you're not talking to other e- people about exactly. It, and then which is like all the, the time. Then you've got the drive to there. You've got the drive, mm. and then you've got to work it out in like this weird tax and credit system on like <laughs> you've got a tax and credit system on your soul you've got a tax and credit system on your body like can you exercise and eat the way you want to eat while working at this job yeah and it's like well you could but that would require them getting up at 4 a.m in the morning which then requires totally. you going to bed at seven or eight o'clock at night and then it's like which cuts out, yeah. you get home at five and then you've got it so it's like you've it's just this real barter system that you're Engaged in with yeah. this, and that freaks me the fuck out. It's and weird, it always when has you, freaked me out. When you think about it like that, it is fucking weird. Yeah, and it's like, here, there's, all right, this is this is your life. We'll pay for it. Yep. And then you give us this part. Yep. And then we'll just. But it's all about tables. Yeah. Then, <laughs> and then you just then you're building tables. Tables, bro. And with me, it's like I've got a I've got a like, and same with you. Mm. Well, not now that we're you with unit. I guess you've got a salary coming in, but it's like you you scrap for every dollar that you can yeah, make yeah. and then but there's no ceiling which is kind of exciting because it's like well there's no ceiling but there's also no safety net yeah exactly so there's no you just sort of somewhere and so you could be here but you could be there yeah. but most of the time you sort of like here yeah <laughs> and it's like so you've got your, your, your zero to infinity mm. as opposed to 60 grand and then you know then you do the bank thing where it's like okay well we see that you're responsible so we're going to give you this money and we know that over this amount of time you're going to have this much money so we're going to so it's like gnarly eh? yeah you enter into another agreement with another person based on like well we're going to take this much of your life from you to pay this off so it's like it's heavy yeah, when you think about it's it super heavy. and i'm just like fuck it i'll start a podcast and just yeah. hope for the best gypsy gang <laughs> gypsy gang gypsy gang <laughs> but yeah so it's like it is crazy it's so crazy but i sort of say that because i i get a lot of people that are like and Instagram is probably the culprit for this as well. Or and I mean, the you, whole the old like highlight reel highlight real. Oh up. yeah, like man, your life's sick. Like you get to do this. And so you get yeah, to that. I post a fucking thing once every two weeks. Yeah, yeah, heaps of sick shit happens once every two weeks. Yeah, like <laughs> everyone's got something rad that yeah. happens like uh, sporadically through their life. But like if if I was posting the times where. I was like yelling at fucking YouTube because like for six hours I tried to upload a video and then it crashed and then it's midnight and then you've got to get that or like perfect example is working when I did dream ride Mm. like we had a crazy deadline on that Mm. and like we were shooting with reds before they were really work well, I, I remember. I remember back in the day, like we'd we'd have a hire car from MX Nationals when we'd order order MX Nationals, and we'd be driving somewhere, and like you and Streeter would be in the back seats, like just like editing, yeah. editing because your highlight shit had to be out in like two in an hour before, or you had to upload it pretty much at the airport or before you got to the airport, so it was online for like when eight, people eight, just expected eight it. o'clock that night yeah. and it's like holy shit like i just remember like driving to the airport and like you guys are in the back like trying to edit and i'm like how do you even operate a computer in the back of a moving car i've got no idea yeah well, let alone like, make something that looks sort of half sick you yeah, know? Like, like people are like stoked people are stoked on it's like but, well this got made in the back of a car so well like the a great example of that was when we did you come to wanneroo with this in like 08 mm. 
I only went once. I went with Johnny. I can't remember what year it was. I was doing the GoPro thing it, with mm, Lusty. Nah, it would have been after that then. Because I think that... Oh, yeah, that was way after yeah. that. I reckon I must have gone in like 2011 yeah. or 12 yeah, or something. something like that. Yeah. But Actually, it was JDR though that year. It was when Keisha was riding for JDR. So Yeah, so it would have been like either 10, 11 or 12. But I remember, so it was... Let's go with 11 in the middle there. 11, yeah, safe there. Give us <laughs> some leeway to the side. Well, I think it was in, um, yeah, it was 08, and it was me, Cam Williams, and Alan Hardy. So that's like another crazy thing. Like, yeah. Alan's from Cairns, and we grew up together. And Cam's from Cairns, too, And right? Cam's from Cairns. So, like, yeah, we're in the Dreamers. We're in a container at the new Dreamers, yeah, at like, Gold Coast <laughs> yeah. Studio, um, Gold Coast Creative House. And yeah, so Alan was like, I used to pay Alan to travel with me because I didn't know how to film. Like I just had this idea of making like the MX Daily Motocross show. Mm. So I was like, well, I need someone to film it. New Alan from Cairns. And hey, bro, you want to film this? Yeah, that's literally <laughs> yeah. all it was, man. Like on Facebook that's Messenger what, or MSN or something ridiculous. That's just what it is, isn't it? But dude, to go there, I couldn't eat food. Yeah. Like I had, I spent every single dollar to go to Perth like everything I stay with my mate Bono in uh, in like Scarborough me and Cam Williams like don't even know where the fuck we like where we slept at for the race but I know that for like the days before because I was like going around filming content with like Mossy and Addo mm. and then like literally the day I got there I bought peanut butter uh, bought peanut butter and I bought bread and I fucking ate that the entire time I was in Perth. And I think that Cam was working for Unit at the time. Or no, he was working no, for Liat Brace. Yeah. So, and I remember we went out to a Thai restaurant before I flew back to Cairns because I was still living in Cairns at the time. And I was fucking starving, dude. And well, Cam was, hooked it that up was, that with was like probably a dope-ass Thai fucking meal for us. What a, what a lord. He's still the best, dude. Yeah, definitely is still the best, dude. But that was probably half your problem. Flying from Cairns to everywhere. It cost like fucking a million dollars. That's like, I think Cairns are Perth, like it's, the longest flight you can do wow, in Australia. Wow, it's like pretty much the same as when I used to live in Tassie. Everything was super expensive because you're flying from Tasmania. Yeah, you're flying from an island yeah. near Antarctica. It's like I nearly fell over last week when I got a flight from, from the Gold Coast to Auckland like business class for 230 bucks oh, like, easy like, easy business you, class come on well I needed, to, I needed to buy extra um extra weight to get my bike on oh, so yeah. it actually worked out cheaper. that old chestnut yeah yeah and on the way over i had to i had all my stock in my bike bag, so oh yeah yeah i had like 200 pairs of gloves in a bike bag with a bike how was crankworks sick fuck i wish it I rained would. a lot but it, you know, I'm from Tassie. I'm cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> what? But it was sick. It was so, so you good. got to ride heaps, eh? Yeah. Uh, like, I only rode like one day like while Crankworks was on, but then I stayed for like five or six days after and went hey. Shredding. I don't know whether it was shredding, bro, but you I, rode. I rode. Did you ride with Matt? <laughs> no. Did he ride? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, I did. And um, the one day that I rode at, at Crankworks. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, um... Matt from Crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So I just like, I I figured out too through like people giving us feedback that sometimes I just reference people that the, I'm like, Matt, Matt. And they're like, and oh, they're like, oh, yeah, cool. Matt. I don't know who that is. Yeah, who's <laughs> Matt? Yeah. Matt from Crush, everybody. Yeah. Our only sponsor. Hi, hi Matt. G'day, Matt. You're, um, you're a fucking Yeah, G. so I rode, I rode with Matt. The, the one time that I rode at Crankworks. At was, the event. Yeah. yeah, it was actually actually a whole crew of us. So um, Liam and Simon from um, Maidena bike park they were there too they rode with us and 
Joel, who works with me at Unit, and uh, Walty, my my mate from over. Oh, in you sent me that picture of him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were like, what did you say? I don't know. It would have been funny though. Yeah, it was. It was, <laughs> it was classic. Classic. But um, yeah, it was sick. Got to ride a little bit there, which is rad. Like fucking skyline, they're so sick. And I really so, want to do it. You should. I've never been to New Zealand. Neither I've been all over the world. Never been to New Zealand. I had never been to New Zealand either. And, really? And Before my dad that. and my dad was born in New Zealand. So no shit. Mm. So you've got Kiwi and Tassie. Yeah, bruh. What a fucking mix. I know. I'm <laughs> like a Kiwi Tassie. That's bizarre. Ginger bearded. We uh, So I, I just legend. went. <laughs> all true. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, I just went to Derby for uh, some filming. Yeah. And I swear to God, I saw a Tasmanian devil. Oh, you probably did. Yeah, but it was like on the road. At they reckon night. that. No, nah, you definitely didn't. Then I don't reckon. Nah, but like I've seen possums before, man, and this wasn't, wasn't no, a possum. Wasn't no possum. Nah, and then like, but and then what like made me think it was a a Tassie devil was that I saw a possum right after it. So like Tassie devil, and then like two minutes later, me and Glenn are just like, that was a fucking Tassie really? devil, yeah. And then like, yeah, two well, minutes shit, later, I, I we're feel like, like it, I, I feel like if people were gonna see a I Tassie devil, it would have been the boys when they were building all that shit, right? Yeah, I, I haven't actually asked them if they did see any of that. Well, you know they're extinct, supposedly. Oh, no, Tassie... Oh, no, no Tassie not, Devil, not, not Tassie... Not oh, sorry, Target, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tassie Devil, no, there's no, still you a def- few of them. Yeah, yeah, you would, no, definitely it would have been one. Yeah, because yeah, sure. I've never seen... Have not? Never seen one, but, like, I'd fully yeah, got excited, even though it was like... Yeah, they're sick. Yeah, because I just always wanted to see always want to see a blue duck <laughs> i never <laughs> saw a blue duck before it has devil but yeah I was, I was fucking frothing yeah they're sick you've rode derby eh yeah yeah how do you like slow, that shit slowly <laughs> what do you mean oh, I'm just, you know, nah you're not slow come yeah, on yeah a bit slow but nah it was yeah final what was there when you were there oh uh, I, I just did the blue tier oh you only did that ride yeah, we did that, and then we did Atlas. So then we no, and we did Atlas in the same day. Yeah. So you went? Did you go up with Vertigo? No. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, we didn't because Vertigo they were full when we got. Well, actually, bit of a story here. So Robbie Williams, who's our um, fist rep for Tasvik, who is an absolute lord, he loves it. Yeah. People always think we're related. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, because he's like a massive legend. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's just you know we're quite similar. Um, anyway, um, he, he booked us on a shuttle for supposedly 11 o'clock and we got there and like, oh, you were booked on the 10 o'clock shuttle. Yeah. Like, oh. That's happened before. Yeah. In other yeah. ways. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there was these other random dudes there with like a bus that would like chill in there and we're like, oh, you going up top there? And like, yeah. And we're like, you want to take us? So you just pull a gypsy duo on there? Yeah. Oh no, we paid them. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Yeah, yeah, we just went up there and did that, and then we did. Um, uh, it was a big day on the bike. Yeah, that's a big ride. Because I'm a full amateur, like I'm not that, like I don't do that much mountain bike. I I do love it, but yeah, it's different to moto. Oh, it's different to everything. Well, I went, so I did mountain biking before I ever rode mm. motocross. Yeah, so well, you I, are from Cairns. Yeah, so like we the had mountain like biking the best trails center of ever. the universe. <laughs> yeah, so like we. And your uncle is Glenn Jacobs also. Yeah, that's also that's helps. A, that's but Matty never had a mountain bike. Didn't he? Never. He rode... Matty's... My brother, Matty. Now, yeah, for everyone yeah. on the podcast, Matt is... Uh, Matt McAlpine. Is Jason's brother. Leader of Alpine Group. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Matt never had a mountain bike. Yeah, right. So but that, he's good at everything, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but he would do the, like, 
um, if you like it, I hate it thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like, I did I mountain, mountain biking. Bikes. He's and like, then, I like dirt bikes. Yeah, and he was like, fuck mountain bikes. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I was like, got into wakeboarding for a bit. And, and he's like, like fuck, fuck wakeboarding. Fuck wakeboarding. I love mountain bikes. Yeah. Well, then he went, when he moved to um, Newcastle with Johnny, yeah, he, he just got like super into it. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, he's just one of those like freak talent dudes that just crushes it at everything. Yeah. But the funny thing is, I remember when he, when I was, uh, living in California he come over and I was like and I was just like heavy surfing like mm. I was driving an hour a day to go surf, like an hour there and an hour back every day to mm. surf so I was working flat out yeah. and heaps I was on heaps on <laughs> and um entrepreneur life entrepreneur <laughs> life no but see then you'd stay up to one at, one yeah, at yeah, night yeah. so you'd, you'd adjust yeah. but um <laughs> Maddie had come over and um fuck surfing I hate surfing blah, blah. what a waste of time owns a surfboard company <laughs> it was like come on Matt uh, hate it with integrity yeah <laughs> you know what I love mean it, love it secretly though surfing's rad but um, oh, I was gonna where were we going that was a big tangent yeah we did <laughs> beautiful thing they're a beautiful thing Tasmania I was we gotta go to the your first podcast I was like legitimately nervous to put that out of like, because oh. it had all been... Dude, I was stressing too. I was like, what the fuck did we talk? Like, what did at we the say? end of it, I was like, wow. I actually can't remember what just happened. What's going on? It was a blur. Endorphins were rushing. Got into flow state. <laughs> that was a meditative me, experience. Me and Japs had like a, some kind of a weird like clothing like... Battle. Battle without <laughs> even knowing that we were going to do it. The clothes were like eyeing each other off the I whole know, time. It was weird, wasn't it? But um, I was like, <laughs> I was like worried because I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like we've had a bunch of cool, not, not not that you aren't cool people, but we've had like these cool, yeah, yeah. deep stories, yeah. and like you know, you get. I guess you kind of you don't know when you're like, "Well, this is this product," and everyone's like, "Oh, that's cool." That's cool. And then you're like, "Oh, well, I know you guys are enjoying the stuff that we've been doing, but fuck <laughs> you, listen this, to this. Something completely this opposite. Is, <laughs> listen to this shit." But it was like actually pretty cool to mm. see that to people break it up a little bit. Yeah, people enjoyed it. But I was I was for Jats real nervous. Is an entertaining little fella, dude. People, he's one of those guys that I think I might have said this with Todd. He was just so under the radar in terms of like his personality. And he's got like this like switch yeah. where he can really just be like very subdued and he talks slow. He's mellow. He's mellow. Yeah, he's like talk slow. He's mellow as. But like some of his one liners, like, so like the way that he talks and stuff, you're like, oh, there's not, like, he's not going to be this quitty wick. Yeah. Like, witty, quick. Quitty, dude. Quitty, quitty, quitty wick dude. Quitty wick dude. <laughs> and, uh, but then he can just turn it up. But like he just, it's like he just hit it for so long. But then when you know. Then he goes full jats. Then he just goes full jats. And we're just like, where has this? But like, I guess we've all seen it forever. Yeah. Mm. But then he just didn't show it to people. And I'd be like, especially when he was in the States, man, like for the first few years, I'd be telling everybody like, dude, you got to hang out with Jats. He's you gotta funny. Hang out. He's yeah. the funniest motherfucker you'll and ever And they're, they're all like, he's so boring. And then yeah, Jats would be like, hi. G'day, I'm Jackson. Oh, yeah, no, track's good. They yeah. just walk off and I'm like, you fucking blew it. Like, don't, like, show these people how cool you are. Come in, do a neck snapper or something. Yeah, do a neck snapper <laughs> with fucking your fuel drum or something yeah. like that. Like, shit you, that you want to do. But it's cool, like, he actually has given himself the license to just go and do it. Yeah, which is sick because he needs to. Like, he's a fucking legend. Take advantage of it. Oh, yeah. Like, why? Don't, don't turn that volume down, no, son. no. Don't let no one dull your shine. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say, Ricky? Yeah, queen. Yeah, it's 
Oh god. Um, so we got to talk more about Fist because we didn't really. We said like this two second. Did Fist order Spike after the podcast? Had to have, right? Because oh, yeah. we spoke about yeah. it so long. Yeah, it oh, went nuts. Oh, and for the people that have requested air fresheners, they're coming. We will be doing that. I, just, I need to get the addresses. I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm going to DM. We have uh, Ricky is going to be going through the DMs <laughs> and messages because we got a few. Thanks, Ricky. And we're going to send yeah, them out. Queen. Because, yeah, Queen. Because, yes, Queen. <laughs> but because, you know, like you say, those. I'm like allergic to post offices like i feel like i'm gonna i'm not i feel like i'm gonna <laughs> die if i walk in one oh dude like post offices Dramatic oh mate yeah. but that's I'm, i can't send stuff like i li- i legitimately if there's something to get sent just nah it's not happening do don't it. ever ask me to send you anything i can't i do have it. a few times and it just doesn't work out does it no, you've no. asked me to send your stuff. I can't no. do it. No. It's like there's this weird... It's again, That's it's the probably menu. probably why the graphics company didn't work out for you. For real. I made sick <laughs> graphics. Just didn't send any of them out. Just didn't send them. I couldn't do it. Uh, allergic to the uh, allergic. store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, I go to the post office a lot. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess you've had to be disciplined in that way. Yeah. Well, you just got to make sure everything goes out every day. You can't disappoint the people. No. Especially when you're making dope gloves. The people need dope yeah, gloves. people need that shit. Um... <laughs> I, I think it's interesting to for like old school people that are listening that really know about moto and gloves yeah. fist was an idea before deft or so like because yeah, i so think I, that was like the original not like i guess criticism because yeah, there was yeah, like yeah. fist ca- uh deft came out and then fist and it yep. seemed like it was it from the outside if you didn't know yeah it could look like you just went Oh, gloves is cool. Oh, sick idea. Going to do that too. Fucking oath. But yeah, you no. had a, and you had a sock company in mind as yeah, well. Yeah, bef- yeah, Pre-stance. Yeah. So, Stance scared the fuck out of me, so I didn't do it. I was like, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, but, no. But anyway, so like uh, pretty much uh, where I sort of drew the inspiration for Fist from was actually from Grenade, the the snow company. So oh. I used to see what they used to, that, like their shit was so sick. And um, I basically saw what they were doing. I was like, fuck, why does no one do this in moto? Like, it's so, like, it's such a good idea. And it's like, so, um, I guess, niche that you can sort of carve out your own little bit and just sort of do your own little thing and sort of fly under the radar a little bit and just, you know, just just do some cool stuff that that um, that you want to do. Um, so I basically started working on it. And then um, I saw Deft came out and I was like, oh no. Because I, I had some heavy hitters behind yeah, it, Yeah, and I, I, like I, honestly, like for a couple of months, it sort of, that stalled me and I was like, fuck. Like, yeah, because I remember being maybe in I'll, your apartment in Melbourne when all that was going and down. And I was like, maybe I'll like, 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 maybe I just don't do it. And I was like, fuck. And then to be honest, like I emailed the guys at Deft and I was like, you know, like, do you want an Australian distributor, blah, blah, blah. And it was funny because I'd started talking to him and then and then I said to Johnny and Johnny's like, oh, I'm doing deft. And I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. I'm that, like, man. That's right. I'm like, oh, like I was kind of talking to those guys. And then... Um, so I'm Johnny like, McLean, who yes. does... <laughs> yeah. See, I knew I, I, knew I could be good at again. this. I knew I, but I knew I could be good at it. Yeah, once our good friend Johnny up. McLean, who is he lusty, yeah, lusty, runs industries. lusty Industries. So, and then I said to Johnny, I'm like, fuck, like I was going to do this thing and I've done all this work towards it. And he's like, dude, like... Just do it. Why don't you just do it? And I'm like, you're right. Maybe I should just do it. So I did. So, I mean, I, but I was like down the track by that point too. Like I had samples, I had all the designs, I had logo. Like I'd probably spend a fair bit of money on it, to be honest, at that point. like. And this was Rockstar days. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, so yep. you were working for Rockstar. No, no, no. So this is, this is actually, um, 
So I had my own company in Tasmania. Oh, was it eighty eight industries? Eighty eight agencies. agencies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I um I was actually the Tasmanian distributor of Rockstar. That's so right. I had like vans and a couple of like. Did you make like really good money out of that for a bit? For a short period, yeah. Yeah, um, it seemed so, like that was lit for yeah. like five minutes. Yeah, it was like, like lit for like fuck? six months. I was like, come on, because you Cause had like I was warehouses. Young. I was young too. Like I was only like 22, 21, 22 sort of deal. Fuck, you are a journeyman. And I and I had like. I had like three or four of my mates working for me, a couple of delivery vans. We had a, a van, like a truck, like a, who do we, it was like, bought it off like Hertz or something. It was an old removal truck and painted the whole thing black and put a massive yellow star on the side. Oh. It was hilarious. Cause like all the- Cause yeah, you were 21. Yeah, well all the all the drink rep, like I mean, we, we did really well because cause we were so different from all the other drink reps. So yeah. everyone would turn up, you know, your, your Coca-Colas and your, you know, whoever else, you know, they're, Schwe- like a bu- they're in a button up with a clipboard. Totally, and like totally. You a fucking Excel sheet. Totally. And like us, we were all like t-shirts, shorts, backwards rock star cap. Oh, how you going? Like, do you want to buy some, buy of these? some drink? You yeah. fucking mad dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, oh, give us a go. Like we're young and like, I, I literally, um, I got a personal loan and bought three pallets of rock star off, off Brendan Radford, like back in the day, like, Fully just like went to the bank and got a loan. How much was three parts of Rockstar back then? It was then? like eight grand or something, which was massive for me at the Fuck time. Yeah. Like I was like fucking stressed. Like I remember talking to Brendan and I was like, man, like I just don't know about this. <laughs> and he's like, it's all good, dude. Like if it doesn't work out, like, like we need the stock down there anyway. So like if it doesn't work out, like how about like we'll, whatever's left, we'll just buy off you and sell it. And I'm like, sweet. All right. I'm going to do it. So I, I literally bought it and I was working for my mum's life jacket company at the time, which is uh, stormylifejackets.com if anyone wants to look at it. Peep it. Um, yeah. Peep it. Peep it. Um, so I was rep- working for her during the day and then basically I'd knock off at like three or four in the Arvo and, and drive around takeaway stores and sell energy drinks at, at night. And sort of did that for a little while until the thing blew up. Like, yeah, it went it, massive. Just eh? all of a sudden, like I was like, had a couple of pallets in the back of my mum's warehouse, and then all of a sudden I had warehouses and trucks and forklifts. <laughs> Such a joke. And then, and then I bought a, a refrigerated container, and I flew to uh, Melbourne and had a meeting with um, uh, Heinz, um, which owned. Uh, original juice company and I became the distributor for original juice in Tasmania as well which had to be refrigerated so I bought a refrigerated container no one told me how much those things cost to run. <laughs> Fuck it so I bought a container plugged it in pretty much I'm like yeah sweet we've got refrigerated juice now sick um, and um, after the first month I think my power bill was like four and a half grand or something you know I'd, I'd honestly sold like I think it was some, it was something ridiculous. Like I'd sold like fifteen cartons of this juice and made like three hundred bucks, <laughs> but I'd spent like four grand on on, on power. So that sort of that that uh, yeah, we 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 sort of gave up that pretty quickly. But I mean, that's that's what. But it's the when you're thing, young, like, that's what you do. Because like I don't I don't look at things like I mean I should have been like all right well how much is this going to cost me to run versus how much I'm going to make but, but, but I just went, like, I'm selling juice I'm fucking doing it and I just went and did it this juice. and it didn't work out but that's all right it's all good sometimes <laughs> things don't work to plan well the thing is too like and I mean you can't it's life in general <laughs> but it's work like in the like I guess the work kind of working for yourself deal it's not if you're gonna fuck up oh it's all yeah. it's when you're gonna fuck up how much 
and how bad. Like every single day. Yeah, but it's it's just how about you, how you go about things. Yeah, too. Like, you have like to uh, for example, like when I went, so I flew to Melbourne to have this meeting with the, and it ended up being the general manager of Heinz was, was this lady I met with, and it was like. I've rolled up to this joint and they're on the 40th floor or whatever and I'm just like, what have I got myself into? And so I, I go upstairs and I sit down with her and she's just like looking at me like, this is hilarious. This is a piss take. <laughs> What's this guy up to? Like, you know, rock star, flat brim, new era cap, you know, you, yeah. you know the deal. And anyway, I roll upstairs and... and Black Osiris shoes. Yeah, I, I would have been 100%. The shoelace for a belt. Yeah, the whole like. deal, shorts, because I've never worn jeans before in my whole life, no, but like didn't used to really much at all. And then I... um, So I sat down with her and I give her my business card and she looks at the card, looks at me and just starts laughing. <laughs> you serious? Yeah, because on my business card it said Sam Moore and under it just said Chief. <laughs> <laughs> Because we thought that was funny at the time, and then like we didn't sort of like, really realise that like when you have to deal with legitimate business people, that they would. That's also, the response. She basically looked at it and went, "That is hilarious." She's like, "I hear you guys are doing good things with Rockstar down there." She's like, "I'm down with it. Let's do it." Hilarious, and I'm That's like, crazy. "I'm like, thanks for believing in us." I wish I could believe in myself as much as you believe in me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like uh, you could. You could like have that cock up happen and then you go, oh, you know what? I'm just going to go get a job. Because like that's oh, yeah. the... But it's never really an option, is it? You just sort of just do Some it. Some people do though. Some mm. people go through their whole lives doing that shit. And it's like, I just, I don't know whether it's out. I guess it could be out of ignorance of like, well, that's just what you do when you fail. Yeah. Or you've got people around you that tell you to do that. Or you are just giving up. Well, it so just, dep- it just depends. And I, mean, of and, and I mean, you can never blame people for wanting to, you know, have a th- decent life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fuck security. Yeah. I mean, shit. A lot of the time I go, fuck, I wish I'd just been a builder or yeah. something, you know, like, cause there's a lot to be said for, you know, having a good stable like life. But yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess like for me, like it's just got a lot to do with my, my upbringing. Like my parents both work for themselves and, they basically said to me, I mean, said to all of us kids, like as three of us, um, and our parents are always just like, you know, you do whatever you want. And if you want to make it work, you'll make it work. I mean, so that's sort of how how I've always been. It's like, you know, I, 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 I guess how I got into the industry and all that kind of stuff is basically, you know, I, both of us, I suppose, same deal. You know, like I, I wanted to, like I, I just loved motocross and yeah. I just wanted – I just wanted to work within somehow. I mean, I was obviously not good enough to be a professional motocross rider, so I just wanted to be involved. Yeah. And so I just, I guess, just sort of burrowed myself a little niche in the moto industry just by, I started off doing a little agency in Tasmania. I was selling um, stuff for Stu Gundry at Platypus and also Johnny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Johnny at... um, at Lusty, like I was selling, and then you were like, like riding for stroke, but like way back in the day. So like I was selling basically motocross DVDs. That's there you go. Yeah, and uh, and Johnny was pretty much at that point only doing like OGO and like some racer X stuff, and he was doing like white knuckle grips and stuff. So it was very minimal, and, and I was doing electric while, electric sunglasses as well. All the while, too, Johnny would be a cool person to have on here because oh, yeah. he's like. He gave up like a lot of money. Dude. He was yeah. making bank out at the mines. Yeah. Then, you know, trying to get lusty. And it's like, 
the fucking cash that must have just been. Dude, I always tell. I always going out of his account, man. He would have just, and especially like how oh, healthy. All just for the love Are you gonna fucking stop spending this money? Like at some point, will this stop? Because like for what he had to have outlaid to make Lusty what it is now, and mm. it's a powerhouse now. Like Absolutely, it's. it's fucking amazing what he's well, done. I, I always tell the story about like when I first started repping for Lusty, their office was legitimately inside inside a warehouse, right? And they had a pit tent in the corner, like a three by three pit tent. And under that was two desks with um, computers and a printer under it. And Johnny's um, sister, Kath, um, she was there like full time and Johnny was working in the mines. Yeah. Like heavy. Yeah. I remember. Absolutely. That's, I mean, see, that's, I mean, I guess maybe that's where one of the things that made me always think, you know, like while you're trying to build your dream, you still work and you you still, you still bring that money into be somewhat stable-ish, you know, because dude, like Lusty ran for years and Johnny was working, working other jobs, you know, and And man, and you, I mean, that dude just works so hard. Like, I mean, he's always been one of my inspirations of like, what how you go about shit like yeah. how hard you work to make things happen i yeah. mean it's basically my my business i guess mentors like through through my career have you know been johnny uh pete dodd from from electric who's an absolute legend he pretty much like i've never st- met him man. see i started working for electric when i was 17 so i like learned a lot from pete like He's Where's he like, at these days? Oh, uh, well, that, he's at um, the company that does like Herschel and stuff, but they've actually just taken over the distribution again for electric. Yeah, right. But he he was always the dude that, you know, it's like, you know, you can party hard and you can have fun and blah, 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 but hey, nine o'clock. You, you got to fucking grind. We're back on, you know, like it doesn't matter what happened. Like I remember the first sales meeting I went to, we went out and just sent it. And then, yeah. and then he's like, I don't care what happens at 6am in the morning. Everyone's at the beach for a surf, just the way it is. And that's what everyone did. Yeah. And that's sick. So, so I had those two. And then, um, and then the boys I work with now, the Saraf brothers, just absolute mad dogs. Like you've never seen anyone work as hard as those guys. Like they've definitely taken me up a couple of levels since I've, since I've been living up here. Like, fuck, like, that's, they work. That's one of the things that like, well, before I get into that, Wes, who I work with. Yeah, same Wes deal. Williams. That motherfucker, I've... I've never met Wes. You've but, never met but, him. But, but, but like, oh. I've obviously seen yeah, all his seen work him, yeah. and I've heard a lot about him from you and it's just like, he's sort of like one of the dudes and I'm like, I can't believe I've never met him but and I know that when yeah, I do meet him, like I'll fucking... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll be like, whoa. Dude, I've seen him, like... Oh, well, there's, like, different sides of it, right? Yep. There's, like, the side of him that'll say yes to the party... And I'll be like, dude, we're going to have to fucking airlift you out of this nightclub. Like, you are that fucking gone. And then I'm like, you're not getting out of here alive, let alone working tomorrow at 5.30, like sunrise. Like, we just go to bed and go, when sunrise, that's when we're getting up. Mm. And, like, I'll peace out and I'll be trying to get my sleep. And then I'll hear Wes out the front at, like, 4.30 in the morning, like an hour and a half before. And he's like, going off gets in and then he wakes me up he's like break him on let's like, go game face works his ass off all day so there's then there's that side of it right and then there's the side like motocross the nations one year we did the tv show for the for red bull tv and like my responsibility at that time in that crew was 
barely anything. Like I just <laughs> yeah. pointed my camera and then I uh, gave him my cards point, and that was shit. it. Yeah. And like, man, I was like punching Townley in the face with a fucking Hulk glove at the after party, then like handing it to Caroli and then Caroli punched me and then like just sending it. And Wes is in there just typing on the keyboard, editing, and, like, edits are going up, edits are going up, edits are going up. And I'm checking my phone, and it's, like, new thing Wes has busted out, new thing. Then we're, like, stealing vodka and shit from the Red Bull bus, going into our RV, doing, like, shots in the bus while Wes is trying to work. And it's just, like, he can... So he's got that gear of just sending it and then still showing up. And then he's got that gear of, like... I'm not fucking, I'm not doing anything until this is done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's that extreme, like that's mm. two extremes and you've got to have both, both of those them. if Definitely. you want to be the dude. And <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. Like he's got yeah. that, you know, yeah. and it's the same as like the boys that you work with now. Yeah. Like it, it just takes that, like, yeah, mm. that tunnel vision. And yeah. And I think that, I think that sometimes when you get down a road of like a lot of pressure with work and, and you've like big shits happening and big stuff's on the line. Like it's like a fucking crock pot. It's like bubbling away. Mm. And if you don't release that steam, so it's like the more shit you've got going on in that pot, the harder that steam needs to totally. blow out. Oh yeah, totally. And you get, that's why you get those dudes that just like, they just send it. Where, where were we at? Like we were talking about mentors. Yeah. But like before that we were, well, we started on fierce to we got to that <laughs> again. I um, scooch that way a bit. This way? Yeah. Yeah, you look better in the yes. middle of the frame there. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. This one. This one. Oh, hey. There it Much is. Much better. Um, um, yeah, so I think we basically got to the... Well, you're talking about fierce how you almost didn't start it. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then and then so basically we were just... I was just like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to try. And so I just got some stuff made and just did my what thing. What was like the first design? Oh, they're horrible. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because I... You know the coolest thing is that like, so the very first samples that we had, so um, I made two pairs of mediums that were for me and I made two pairs of extra smalls that were for Jared McNeil. That's right. Jared yeah. was the- Jared was like the first the dude, guy. Yeah. So between me and Jared, we made like all the changes to the gloves and all this kind of shit. So the first one's absolute rubbish. But really? I still have my pair. No shit. And- crazy thing like about three years ago Jazz is like dude look what I just found and he found his pair like when they were moving house when his parents were moving house under like a table or something and they'd be he's like fuck off like and that's history yeah Yeah. like no logos on them like just like oh like just the full production version oh sorry just full proto like proto yeah because we like I basically like made them and then um and then me and Jared tested them and then changed a bunch of shit and then changed some more stuff and blah 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 basically just mongreled them out of like 10 different gloves that we liked like basically i just like looked at a bunch of shit that i liked and and tried to make something out of out of all that which is what you do i guess when you're trying to you know when i think about it now it's like you almost did influencer marketing before influencer marketing was a thing yeah because like 10 years ago the instagram wasn't what it is now it wasn't it wasn't there was no instagram because i remember legitimately like trying to sell video stuff to people in the mx daily days mm. and being like man 
I'm telling you, <laughs> Facebook videos. It's going to be a thing. Facebook video. <laughs> you're going to, they're like, we're not paying you to make a video to That's put on dumb. our Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously. And I couldn't get anyone to do no. it. And I was like, please, man, you got to understand yeah, yeah, the yeah, Facebook yeah. video. This will be it. This day. will be the thing. And this was before even Instagram. And it's like. Oh, dude, Instagram was like way later. But yeah, like, I mean, the, the biggest thing for us was like, like, well, so it was before Jared was even like a freestyle writer. So he was, yeah. he raced. Um, fuck, what was it called at the time? The Supercross series? Like when Oz, Chad... Uh, no, when Chad was Super like... X. Super X. So that was... Jared had a Red Bull helmet. Yeah, remember? remember? Yeah, so he was, yeah. he was like running the Red Bull helmet and he was wearing shift gear and, and wearing, um yeah, these plain black gloves. And... Um, After pulling off the upset of the Millennium when he beat Ty. Yeah. For the last... I was so there lit- that day. So literally when that, when that happened, after, after that happened when he turned senior how i actually met jared was on you'll love this was on the spirit of tasmania you kidding going back to tasmania and jared was on it with ross beaton no shit yeah so they were on the boat and jared was going to stay at ross's to go riding and um that's where i met him and then when i started mx inc my graphics company um with my mate david bowstead who was my partner in that he um like when basically when we got started we're like right well we need some athletes you know who do we get and i'm like well that kid that i met on the boat that time's pretty cool like and you know we were mates <laughs> on myspace and all that shit and then so the first two athletes i had on that were um louis woods and um and jazza and then when i started to do the the fist thing i still had mx inc going as well that's and, right and rockstar and fist so i um and the agency, so I was still doing like OGO and all that shit. But Tassie's a small place, so I'd, like it wasn't that much work. It was like four bags was, a year. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Um, um, we sold another 9,800. That Woo! was seriously what it was like back in the day. Johnny! And then, and then like towards the end of it, they had like, we were doing GoPro, but you couldn't give them away. It was crazy. It was like, oh, there's this camera that goes on your helmet. And everyone's like, oh, nah. <laughs> but um, that's another that's story. Full that's another story. Um, but um, so when I did the fist thing, I was like got jared on and then as soon as i got my first little order of gloves i had louis on so it was like jazza and louis were on mx inc and fist and just like and they're still both super good friends of mine like i love those guys like brothers like and it's crazy that well they are my brothers (laughs) yeah well like louis uh jared then just randomly figures out he can do the biggest whips on planet earth so it's <laughs> no, like you he, know how that all happened because no? basically um jared was like basically what no, happened he was, was he got a set of fist gloves and was like yeah, Fuck, yeah. i can whip now i'm amazing fist gloves fist gloves <laughs> well, yeah. so like he was trying to do um he was just learning to, to flip but he wasn't like didn't have them consistently and so he went and he was on, like super scared of flipping. yeah yeah he was super scared of flipping and he went um on tour and basically said oh no i can flip and then he couldn't flip and then they were like oh you're off or whatever well, and then he's nitro like tour, right? yeah yeah like the first nitro tour or whatever and then he was like oh yeah but i can do these massive whips and they're like oh show us and he was like oh. <laughs> really <laughs> yeah where they're did like, he like, like oh know jesus that he wow. could do that i don't know but what gets me is like because he was the like dude, full blown racer, and he was full blown like this big too. Yeah, he still is. Oh, I know, but he was back then. He was like even smaller. Well, he was like sixteen. Yeah, true. So, um, but I mean, that's like I guess that's getting lucky in a sense of like you 
randomly meet. Well, Jared him just wor- he just wor- he just worked out what he had to do to to do what he wanted to do. Yeah, which is just like a peaks and troughs thing, isn't it? He's yeah, just exactly. like right. Oh, well, I can't do this, so maybe I'll just do that. And he just did that until he figured out. Right oh, wait, now, I'm like now, the best dude. Now ever I can, at this. now I can flip, and now I can do fucking everything. But dude, like one of the most proud, I would say. Oh, it's probably got to be the most proud moment of my life or very close was um, when he did his first X Games and like he was in that like original white tie-dye glove that we did. Yeah. And they, and they, they zoomed across and, uh, and, he, and Jared just did this one straight at the camera and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. My life is made. I don't have to do anything anymore. I legitimately remember that. That was heavy. Like I like nearly cried. I probably did cry. I can't even remember. But like... That was mental. Like that was it honestly just represents so much fucking work. Totally, totally, and a work from Jazza too. Because I mean, shit, you got to remember, like he, like he, he used to send me text messages like, "Oh, hey man, so what I think we should do is like change the blah blah blah." You know, like yeah. you know, like he had major input on the brand from day one, like literally. Yeah. So pretty crazy where he's gone and what he's done like the dude's such a legend and he's such a he's such a good dude but like he's so talented like he's got to be like like he he went and raced the motocross national in 20, yeah, 20, that, 24th that blew full, me away full-time freestyle guy who doesn't even ride on dirt rides on rubber mats and then just goes out there and sticks it in the top 30 yeah on like a sketchy track like it was at Washougal. like that's a really hard track he's to honestly ride. one of the most talented dirt bike riders i've ever seen like and it's he's crazy a, he's a frother like yeah. whenever he just loves it yeah and that's probably why he's so good because he just loves it so much. Like, dirt, he is dirt. Like, dirt bikes is... That's Jarrett. Yeah. That's what he does. It's yeah. him. Yeah, he um, he never really, like... I guess he never caught on in terms of, like, being a big personality the way that he probably could have, I reckon. Yeah. Like, I feel like he probably could have... His story could have been told more and better, but for whatever reason, yeah. like, it's... But I think now, like, it's, it's more... He's more of a personality now than... Yeah. Yeah, but like the, for sure, what he did, uh, like when he started doing those whips, but oh, dude, I just remember seeing watching everyone X, was watching, like, watching X Games and his name comes up and it's like Jared McNeil, Yarrawonga, Victoria. It's yeah. like Jesus, that's so sick. It's crazy though, like when you think about just the crew of people <laughs> that have come, like like uh, that whole MX Nationals crew. It's like I just think that. Maybe for people that are listening that are trying to get into something or they don't or they want to they want to like bust in you sort of see these people like oh Sam from Fist Gloves like it would it's it's hard to like get a grasp of people's backstory mm. from the surface especially like the highlight reel stuff but it's like the thing that I've found so like a couple of years ago I was get crazy into golf and I was like man I really want to do some golf stuff. Mm. And then I was like, oh, it's this big industry. There's Tiger Woods. There's all these bits tailor-made. It's all... But then I sort of just started thinking. I was like, well, it's just an industry. What's the same as motocross? It's it's the the motocross industry. It's the golf industry. It's like if you... Same shit. There's people people with similar personalities to everyone in every single industry you know you can always find you find your people within that yeah. niche or whatever you know like that's just what you can, it's what you do you carve out your own little bit and it's just people that are like if you genuinely love golf like using that mm. example still 
and then you're like, oh, I want to work in the golf industry. Like the people that work in the golf industry love golf. That's just the deal. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you, it's like get some skin in the game somewhere. Like you know, the it doesn't cl- matter. Just start. Just be. It's there. just like you yeah. know, you know, when they say in all these uh, like Instagram quotes, yeah, and whatever. Yeah, they say you know just start, and that's kind of what it is. It's just like do just just do stuff. Because doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter what you do. Like neither. Like we're not doing anything we did ten years ago when we met. No, completely different <laughs> planet. To Shit when we changes met. from day to day. And but the thing is too is like at every stage of what I like. I was like when I was doing the race graphics, I was like, man, I'm gonna black, have black ant. Black ant. I was like, I'm gonna have this fucking huge factory. I'm going to have like 10 printers. And I was like looking at the best printers yeah. that I could buy. And like, that was my life. But it's like all I just, was going to do that. But it's all just stepping stones, isn't it? Yeah. But at the time, I was though, slinging energy drinks out of the back of a, a van. But did wasn't you have those like mine. delusions of grandeur where you thought like in, you like started to extrapolate. Well, I started all, all based around dude, the drinks. You know? Listen to this. I started my own water company. Did you really? I really did. So like, when we were selling the drinks, we'd go in and people were like, well, what else do you sell? And I'm like, well, nothing. Maybe, maybe I should I sell need more shit. Mate, I need more shit to sell. What, what else can I sell? And then, so I looked into water and everyone was like, oh, what, do you guys sell water? I'm like, no, nah, no. Nah. So I, I found a, uh, like a water, like a local, um, water bottle, hole, bottle, yeah, <laughs> found a dam. Now nah, I found a, like a local, um, like mineral water, like bottling dude. And I went to him and I'm like, right. Oh, well, I've got this distribution company. I want to start selling your water. And he's like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, we do custom water as well. And I was like, well, what's the price difference between say your water and my water? My water. <laughs> and he goes, well, I don't really care. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, well, it's the same price. I don't care what label it's got on. And I'm like, perfect. <laughs> Sign me up. So. What was your water brand? It's called Flow. <laughs> Flow. <laughs> I've still got a bottle somewhere. Auntie. Hilarious. Auntie but it was cool. Like, like I feel like it was it was sweet. Like the, the the wrap on it was like it was like a big storm with like clouds and lightning. But like everything I've ever done has lightning bolts on it. I was fucking love lightning You're bolts. A yeah, just froth lightning. You bolts are on. lightning in a bottle though. Eagles. Maybe that's what it is. What is what does Kenny Powers say? Sometimes, uh, please get this right. <laughs> you gotta look it up. Yeah, I'm looking it up. I love Kenny. Sometimes when you bring the thunder, you get lost in the storm. It's good. Yeah. But but yeah, so pretty much I just started a water company and um, oh, I didn't last that long, but. But that's the thing is like (laughs) at at the time, like you kind of get these ideas that like, well, I mean, the way that I looked at it was, it was like, well, I can sell someone else's water. I can sell my own water and it doesn't really matter. Like, but at least this one's got a cool label on it. And one day if I do put a bunch of work into something, into this water, for example, you know, if the rockstar thing kept going for me, and I was selling flow water on the side the whole time, that would have turned into a thing and at least I would have owned it and I wouldn't have just yep. been building some other dude's brand. No, exactly. And that's like, it's one of the things, I guess, isn't it? You know, you gotta, you got to look at things sometimes, like take a step back and say, well, you know, am I just building someone else's dream or am I doing what mm, I want to do? That's a big one. And I, I think that like, I think there's sometimes pressure now to have ambition yeah ambition's not that fun to be honest like it can be very painful it's a bit of a it's a bit of a cunt like at (laughs) times yeah because it's you know you can like ricky's in a position now where she's like doing a a makeup brand Mm. 
Mm. And it's like there's so much ambition and drive to do it. Damn that ambition. But but you just there's times yeah. where you're just stuck and you just you feel like you're going nowhere and you're sitting and it's like it's even the same as like well the podcast like mm. you, you look at a guy like yeah. Rogan's getting like you know millions of downloads. You're not getting millions of downloads. No. Oh. <laughs> to, so it's like if you get caught up in the I, I guess that would be like that the ambition of it. And you let that ambition kind of, I guess, like crush you in a way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it that weight of ambition and expectation of what something could be gets oh, so heavy to that, carry that honestly, it, it cripples you. That is my biggest enemy is, is just not any expectation that anyone else puts on me, but it's like, you know, your own expectations of, you know, I know that I can do this, yeah, but I'm not doing it. So why aren't I doing it? And why hasn't it happened already yet? And mm. it's, oh, it gets heavy, you know, and it's, and sometimes you feel like you're carrying the world on your shoulders and you know what, like it's, it's like sometimes those things aren't that, well, they're not important in a, in a grand, in, a, in the yeah, grand big, scheme yeah. of life and, and, and everything, it actually doesn't fucking matter at all. Yeah. But what, what we we're talking about before is like when you, when you're in that, um, in the tunnel, when you're in the tunnel, yeah, that's all that matters. And I mean, it's crazy. And that's, I mean, that's. I mean, a lot of that stuff drives people to depression and yep. and all that kind of shit. And I mean, I've really suffered from a lot of that kind of shit as well. And it's just from, it, honestly, it's just from putting pressure, pressure on, your, on yourself. Pressure on yourself because, like, my and I know that the biggest, my biggest enemy is myself. And I mean, I I, I would imagine that you're probably the same. Oh, I'm <laughs> I'm know it, and it, it yeah. gets so frustrating. And it's bullshit because you know that you're doing it, but yeah. you still do it. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing with me. I'm just like, fuck. I know I'm doing this. And I know that it's bullshit, but I'm still doing it. Yeah. And I guess like I've wondered too, and I think like maybe Ricky's the only person that I've even said this to is that I sometimes have worried in the past if I've been scared to get the things that I want. Mm. Because I look at what I've done on a film front, like everything that I've done has had like mad potential to be good. Mm. And I've never really fulfilled that potential. Me personally, uh, in terms of like, I can walk in and I can sell something. Mm. I can create this film. I can do, I can do these things, but none of them have ever really worked. Yeah, you just get things like eighty or ninety. Yeah, like, I'm kind of the same. Yeah, and you, you get know, it yeah. there. And like, I don't know if you've ever thought this, but I've 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 honestly wondered: Am I scared to do the things that I try and do because when we get there? That's it'll be end. empty yeah oh yeah. you know what i mean like you Definitely. get there and you're like fuck i've put so much effort into this yeah I've put and, and, then, so and then maybe much, it's not going to be what it's, it's all not, cracked up to be yeah so Dude, it's almost so many times yeah it's almost like it's like maybe i'm not going to finish it because if i it's like when you like finish, finish like a, 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 yeah. or a movie or something yeah. it's like oh fuck well that i actually finished game good. of thrones that actually wasn't that good yeah it's over <laughs> so it's over yes and i think that that's been all you know, like it, you sort of, you sabotage. Another thing that I do as well is I think that I put a lot of stuff on myself because I'm kind of down with hating myself in a way. Yeah. And, but I'm not like, so for example, like with like Ricky or my mom or the, these people that, you know, my brother that try and help you out. Yeah. And I, they're like, let me know what we can do. Cause it's like, you take on so much to yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, what, what do we want to do to help? And I say, no, nah, no, nah, it's all good. And it's not all good. No. But you don't want to pass off something 
to then someone else can let you down because it's like I'm almost I'm pretty down to let myself down. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah, really cool it's, with it. Yeah, it's so much easier to hate yourself yeah. than it is it's to easy, hate it, someone it, that you really care about. Yeah, yeah, it's easy to be pissed off at yourself, of course, definitely. But then that then you just like like we were saying at the start of the podcast, like I was doing all this shit I'm not good at, and like if you just yeah. keep doing this thing that you can't do by yourself or you just mm. don't have the talent or your brain doesn't work that way. It leads to a fucking dead end. Oh, yeah. It's over. Like, you, there's no Sucks. good the way that, that... There's no good outcome that... So, at some point, and I think this is sort of where I'm at now, is, like, you've got to alleviate some of that pressure that you put on yourself and be okay to give it to somebody else that wants to take it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that... You know, you look at anyone that's like super successful. They've always got like a really good, good team, team around them, and they're they're good at going, "Hey, you know what? I'm not good at this, so you go do that." Or yeah. like, or they don't have to say, "I'm not good at this." It's just like that's your job, so you go and do your job. Yeah, which is obviously what they don't specialize in. Yeah, you know, and um, whereas like I, I feel like you know, like for example, today with me, I literally got like. I had a whole day packing orders and doing invoices, which is awesome because it means that we're selling stuff, but I also didn't get any other work done. And then that's not like anyone can pack orders and send invoices, but what your brain, like you've built a brand, Mm. like you're the brand guy, you're the brain guy of Fist and working with the boys at It's got to be done. Yeah. But my time's probably better off spent doing something else, but... I'm not in a position right now to, to have some other yeah. person helping me out. So you've just got to grin and bear it and do it. And then like, for example, like tonight after I leave here, I'll probably go home and then do all my emails that I didn't do today, tonight to yeah, just alle- to, to keep, alleviate that, to keep yeah. everything rolling, you know? But I mean, yeah, that's all part of it. Yeah. Of course. And it's all like we're saying growing and all that kind of stuff, but it's crazy. I mean, that's, that's just what you do, I guess. Isn't it? It's yeah. It's just hard to have that. Yeah. Like when, when you've tried stuff and you've been going down a road and you, you know, like I hate when I feel like I'm jumping from one thing to another mm. and it's like, you gotta be like, cool that like, no, it's just a progression. Like yeah. you start here and you go there. And, but like, you know, you were talking about Johnny, like he's been at that for so long. It's oh, like, yeah. he's been so galvanized in his mission. Whereas, like I've had a, this company and that mm. company and, and you've had the same thing, yeah. but it's like, you got to one, you got to ask yourself like, well, not with fierce. That's been going 10 years, but it's like eight. But yeah. eight yeah. So it's it 10 like, years. I'm, I'm throwing a good party for 10 years. Yeah. I don't know how, where. Keen. Yeah. <laughs> RSVP. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm already in. Yeah. 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 Totally. In two years time. I don't know how or where, but Hey, every, everyone will, ca- everyone will be invited. Till the wheels fall off. Till the wheels fall off. <laughs> if it says the company be, broke, so be it. There will be, I don't know what or how, but it will be good. Yeah. I mean, trust me, <laughs> but yeah, it's like you, yeah. You look at a guy like Johnny that's just been galvanized in his mission of lusty. Mm. And then, yeah, for me, it's I've like, but I guess I, with when the film company closed down there was like so many circumstances that yeah. led to that as well like being in a foreign country yeah. then you the whole getting sick with my kidney thing so it's like that it, like a lot of stuff over years come to like a spearhead and it was like ah, this is it now like mm. you have to like that has to stop but you know it's like yeah i sort of wondered like man am i just doing one thing to another and then 
like am I scared to I succeed? I mean, you know or, what? That's all part of the journey, and I mean, you just got to believe in what I don't know. You just do what you do and just keep doing it, don't you? Gypsy Tales <laughs> is here to stay, G- though, guys. Gypsy Gang, Gypsy Gang. <laughs> hey, how's the, how's the other day? Like, um, I was going through some old photos somewhere, and I actually saw I took a photo with you and me, and like when you're in hospital in Adelaide with your really? with your kidney. Dude. I need to find it because you yeah. look you look you look like not very good. I'd love to. I'd <laughs> I need love to, to see. I that, need actually. to find it. You look all like, and I'm I'm just like whoa because like I think I must have been like in some corporate hospitality suite at the V8s or something like sending it and then I must have come and visited you after it. Yeah, so, <laughs> dude. It sounds about right. You were, so like, you came to the hospital and Jay and Patrice flew from Sydney dude, to the hospital. Dude, I, 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 I just remember going, what do you mean you're in Adelaide hospital? Yeah. I'm in Adelaide and you're like, yeah, I'm in hospital here. I'm like. I hadn't seen my, you in like I'm two like, years I'm probably. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but my brain feels like it's about to explode. Like, why are you in Adelaide Hospital? And you're like, oh, well, I came here and then there's kidney thing. I'm like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? Dude, that was like, that was gnarly though to, yeah, I've, I'll never forget that. I've said that, like, I've said it before to Pete. Like, when you, you really figure out, like, not everyone's in a position to come to you. Yeah, like, yeah, when, yeah, totally. So it's like, it's not like everyone can or can't do it. But it's like, yep. that really shows like a true mate is like, Oh, I'll come fucking like, sit in the hospital. Yeah, well, I'm like, what are you doing in hospital here? Yeah, sweet, I'll come down. That sounds like heaps of fun. It probably wasn't. <laughs> Fuck, I was crook, eh? You were very crook. That was not fun. No, I look really shit. Oh, man, I saw a photo. I don't know if I've ever told, like, the full kidney story. I'll go and do it one day. But um, We'll do a kidney podcast. We'll do a kidney. Maybe you got to be get, kidney. Maybe you can get, like, a kidney specialist. Like a doctor, you guys could, yeah. Like, yeah. you got to be kidding me. you got to be kidney. That's a Brendan Harrison, dude. So I rock up at... Um, so I left. I had like Brendan a, Harrison, uh, ex promo, ex promo, full legend. Yeah. Um, so I, I had this big operation that they like fully cut every, like cut my kidney out, and did the whole thing, and uh, that was so bad. Like I was just talking about the other day. Like I've raced motocross forever, broke a ton of shit, know what pain feels like. And I was like, sweet, go in sliced open go no out kidney <laughs> no i was like well because i only had one that's yeah, a problem yeah, yeah, yeah. so then they had to keep that one so that was the whole headache it's like well we should just take we it could out, just cut it out but you don't you actually have, have another one yeah. <laughs> no spare got, tire no spare wheel um but yeah so then that that surgery was just so painful mm, like after that man like i was i got out of the so they want you to get out of the hospital as quick as possible for like infections and shit yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was like I think the day, the whole, man, I'm going to fuck my dates up because of morphine. I can't remember how long I was in there. No one cares about the dates anyway. Yeah, Just but, say about, well, 10, like, like about how, X amount of days. Yeah, well, I don't remember how many days it was. Let's say five. I think it was like two days okay, or let's three. Go with, let's go with three. So they get me up. And they're, well, they're like, hey, you have to leave. And I was like, uh, I don't have a new way to off. go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was like, I'm not leaving. I was like, I'm, I'm not leaving. Yeah, I'm not fucking leaving. Because I, I couldn't move, man. Like I could, it hurt to move my neck. Like you have to leave and you're like, I can't even move my finger. Yeah, and I was like, oh, no, nah, no. Nah. And then they took my bedpan away and I was like, like now I'm leaving. I was like, wait, <laughs> mum, can you go get that? No, that's right. I had a catheter. So then they took it out. So I had to like get up to piss. And then dude, I remember getting up and I was on a walking frame and I was like legitimately shaking. And you know when people like yeah. it hurt so I much. Saw I, was you. I, I saw you, dude. You looked fuck. Oh, and like, this was like fucked. This was like months after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And dude, I was 
I've never got the thing. I thought it was an exaggeration when people said, I'm going to pass out because it hurt so bad. Mm. I almost passed out because it hurt so bad. Like they stitch all of the insides together, like all your ab muscles and all the inside. So there's like hundreds of internal stitches and then the, the, like the stitches across my guts. Yeah. And then like you stand up and it feels like everything's just about to go. Well, it's like, open I, up, like I, I've never had anything like that, but I know like, you know, when you break it, but well, I've broken my collarbones and you know, when you sit up and you just feel all the weight on everything, your shoulders go, yeah. and it's like, fuck. Yeah. It was like, it was so full on just Crazy. that, that pain, but getting back to the, you got to be kidney. So I wasn't allowed to leave Australia pretty much. So Jay Reinenberg, who's my business partner yeah. had um, his wedding in Italy. That's right. And I was like, well, I'm not fucking missing that. Gotta go. Gotta go. So it was like three or f- three weeks before they said like, yeah, you can fly. So I just had to peace out. Yeah. And, I gotta um, go to Italy for a wedding, bro. Yeah, sorry, boys. And yeah. uh, so I rock up and they were all out on like a fishing day. <laughs> so I get, I walk down the stairs to meet them at the dock with two six packs of beer. And I'm just sitting on the, on the dock, just like start necking this beer. And Brennan, like... You couldn't have scripted it better in a movie. Pulls up the thing and he goes, "You got to be kidney." And I was just like, "You're fucking serious!" So like good. the presence of com- like mind to just bust out that was like the best thing ever. So Pure that's comedy. That's just stuck around. You got to be that's, kidney. That's fantastic. But I can't. Oh, I was talking about you coming to see me in the hospital. Yeah, true friendship. Good, good guy. Good guy. <laughs> good guy. Real GC. I am real GC. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, we went from yeah. I don't so know. So fist. <laughs> <laughs> so gloves. No. Yeah. Well, we were talking about like X games and stuff. When yeah, did you say so the Jared thing? And then, when did you think it was actually going to work? Do you? Does it? Is it going to work? <laughs> I don't know. I guess so. I guess it's working. No, now. it's working now. Um, like, because, like, dude, go through the athlete list, man. Like, it's so sick. Yeah. Like, did you ever Pretty think lucky. you'd have that many no. just ridiculously no, sick athletes? Not at all. I mean, I'm so like, like, obviously, like, Maddo is my business partner in it. Um, that's a pretty cool story. Like, yeah, how, how did that? I don't. Yeah, know how so that pretty apart. much, uh, me and him just met at um, Formula One a couple of times. You know, having a couple of beers, couple of skewies <laughs> at, the, at the after party and whatnot. And then uh, a couple of years in a row, he was there, and I basically just had a heap of drinks. And I'd met him a bunch of times, and I'm like, dude, like, come and ride for this for my company, or whatever. And he's like. No, 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 and I sort of like hit him up like one year, and he sort of didn't give me that much. And then the next year, he's like, "So explain to me, what's the deal? Like, so who's this dude you're working for?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" And he's oh, like, "Oh, really? Yeah, yeah." He goes, "Oh, I thought it was some like kooks from from Europe or something." I'm like, "Oh, oh. I'm like, thanks, cheers. but yeah, cheers." But um, yeah, I'm like, "Oh no, no, no it's me and, and uh, my business partner at the time, Jesse Pigeon." I'm like, "It's dude, it's." It's it's mine. So it's me and Jesse Pigeon. He's like, you and Jesse Pigeon, bullshit. Oh, you should have told me, man. Yeah, <laughs> let's fucking talk about it. And then like literally like two weeks later, yeah, Rob became a partner in it, which is just so sick because obviously Maddo's like the he's best. He's Maddo. He's, yeah. I mean, I don't really have to explain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen to our podcast about f- six podcasts ago and you'll, you'll get Maddo'd. But the dude's just like, yeah, so I can't imagine. even explain. Like, I mean- and and on a personal level, like the, I've, you know, the guy is just such a legend, and always had my back a thousand percent. Like it's pretty pretty crazy. Like and he's just got such a, you know, I don't know. He just he just he just knows stuff. Like he'll ring me up and be like, "Hey, bro, look, 
how you doing? You all yeah. good? And I'm like, no, I'm sort of struggling. He's like, yeah, I thought you might have been. Yeah, you know I mean, like he's just that dude. You yeah, because there's like a you could easily like I was I got a friend at the, obviously I'm blow him out. I got a friend at the moment who I've loved, like I'm mm. super close to, and I could I was texting him the other day, and I, like I could tell that yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. off it. Yeah, and it's way easier. <laughs> yeah. To like be like, nah, he's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. But, now, but you can't do that these days. Like, it's not with guys you really yeah. care about too. And it yeah. shows the kind of person you are yeah, on the back totally. side of that as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm super lucky to have Rob and and um. And yeah. I think you've been good for him as well in a way. Yeah, too, well, right? I mean, I hope so. Like, I mean, we we do a lot of stuff together, which is awesome. And you know, I've got to spend heaps of cool, you know, do heaps of cool shit with him. Like, I've been away and done some of his projects with him and which has been you know just mind-blowing actually but how heavy was pipe dream too yeah super heavy <laughs> <laughs> so i was like in the states for like a month for that and that that project just took so long but it was um you know i mean when you're working on stuff like that sometimes things just don't work out how you yeah. imagine it you especially know I mean? when you're waiting for the ocean and you well i mean you can't just go right i hope there's a big wave on in the next like two days just like Mother yep. Nature doesn't give a fuck about your plans. <laughs> she doesn't care. She's like, I don't give a fuck. Um, but um, yeah, so it's been awesome, like working with him. He's the fucking biggest legend in the universe. But super lucky with with all the athletes that we work with, like you know Caroline Buchanan, who's just also one of the. I mean, I, I would hundred percent say that most of our athletes, like I would consider them friends before, you mm. know, before athletes that ride for my company. You know, like. Caroline I'm super close with she's an absolute legend she's a fucking angel man like she just like she even like when there's nothing going on or whatever else she'll just bring me up you mm. know every now and then it's like hey you going what's going on like what are you up to what can I can I help you with anything like for example at Crankworks like the other, yeah she was there yeah right? so she was there she can't write because she's got a um, broken um, everything yeah she hurt herself um, so she was just hanging and um me being the super organized dude I am turned up like didn't have a tent like because I hadn't got to customs and I um was supposed to be like printing all these posters for her and just like hadn't really organized that so I just emailed it to her and she's like yeah sweet I'll sort it she went, That's so she went and got her own posters printed and like <laughs> generally sorts it out like she's just so cool man like I mean how she comes across on camera and all that like people go oh is she is that how she really is and 100 percent, dude she's every bit of that and more like she's mm. just the best chick and and barry her dude's an absolute legend as well like Man, he's cool as fuck i started following him on instagram a while ago and i didn't know they were together yeah You're like he is a savage yeah. on a bmx he bike. just does it like yeah. he just does stuff like both of them they just do it riding harleys and then they're riding dirt track and then they're riding mountain bikes and then they're riding bmx's and they were just just like oh well their show here we go plug living the ride oh i didn't even know that yeah that they've got like, they've got like a um like a youtube vlog yeah, yeah, kind of deal yep yep all right I'll check it's, out. it's super sick so what is it called living the Li- ride living the ride yeah yeah right yep. so um they do that which is um which is cool but like literally like they just they just do it they just live it and they're just legends which is sick <laughs> yeah it must that must be like because I know that's probably the, my favorite part of what I've done for the last ten years is just like the people that you meet. Like, well, I just feel like it's it's so cool because you get to go along on those journeys with those people. Yeah, and you feel like like a part dude, of it. like dude, like Caroline's Olympics thing. Like I literally was just like felt like when she crashed, I was like I felt like my heart had been ripped straight out of my chest. I was like fuck. Mm. 
and it was the gold thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I was telling her about it the other day. What did she say? Oh, she was like, oh, I've never thought about that. She goes, and I was riding a gold bike, and I was like, I know oh, you. Yeah, fuck. so my whole bike was gold. And so... Okay, hang on, stop. So reference back to our last podcast, we were talking about how like when you run gold stuff, you don't run gold stuff because bad shit happens to you. So we got like Toby, Price, one Dakar, then goes, oh, I'm fucking rad. I'm going to run the gold boots. And then some little Italian dude in Italy's like, I'm going to give the surprise to gold boots. I'm going to dip the boots. And then he's like, yeah, good idea. Yeah. FEMA. No good. And then you've got Hayden Melros. Yep. We've got who else? Marvin. We had yep. like yep. Caroline. Caroline. So we've, we've created a theory that if you tempt the universe, the with universe gold. with gold before you've won the gold, this is if you're trying to win gold <laughs> at anything. If you're trying to win gold, don't be like. If you're just like chilling and you want some gold shit, you're going to yeah, be sweet. You're going to yeah. be sweet. But if you're going for gold with gold, nah. The ain't universe is going like. Ain't going to happen for you. Bitch, you already got your shine. Yeah. But yeah, she like it was funny. Like I said to her, I was like, oh, I was on this podcast the other day, and we we're talking about like gold stuff, and she's like, yeah, never thought about it like that. Yeah, I've gold gloves because we had the gold like Sarovsky gloves going on. Yeah, she's like, and I had a, I had a gold bike, and I was like, mate, bump bump bump. No, yeah. what you won't be running next Olympics. Oh, big that time. thing will be yellow. Yeah, yeah, big time. <laughs> yellow, green, matte, green and yellow, matte yeah. yellow. Yeah. <laughs> Just go no flat. Sign, no or, sign of gold at all. Or can we make it out of perspex? <laughs> yeah, so it just doesn't even have a color. Yeah, so that was cra- yeah, crazy. But um, yeah, so like I just remember I, um, yeah, just watching that and her, cr- like, because like she went out in that first race. So I can't, I, to be honest, I can't really remember, but she did well in the first two, I think it was. And I was like, right, well, we're like, we're, we're, looking, on. we're looking good. Like we're, we're going to be in the top three like she's the favorite to win the the gold medal and you know if my sister went and won a gold medal i'd just i'd be so pumped and um yeah she binned it and i was just like lara bingle full lara bingle and it felt like someone just put their hand straight into my chest and ripped my heart out i was like i just remember looking at it and then i just was like just turned the TV off I was like I can't even watch that shit and then the next day I yeah. wake up she's on the front cover of the paper crying and I'm like fuck yeah yeah, it's heavy. real well man like my my I guess like closely so relatable for you oh yeah I fucking it's so gnarly like cause you just know it's the four, effort dude it's four years that's the thing and it's it's like like but they prepare for like she would have finished the last Olympics and then they've got a plan to get to, to, the, get next to the next Olympics. One, yeah. Well, that's what we were talking about in the car. Like, it's the work that you're doing when no one's watching. Well, that's what makes everything. Isn't it's it? so easy to like, it's easy to work when people are watching you. Yeah. And course. it's like, um, you know, you look at, you know, the NRL, like those dudes, Friday night lights, the lights come on, you G'd up, it's live TV, there's 50,000 people in the stands. It's fucking easy to just forget have some about energy. Yeah, it's easy to forget about how bad your lungs are hurting and your legs are sore. Or even if you've had a fight with your girlfriend or yeah, whatever. It's like you're it. just in the zone. You're all good. Yeah. Game on. Yeah. And that atmosphere like lifts you. But then 5 a.m. Monday morning when it's pissing yeah. down rain. And you got to go and do the beach. And you got to do the beach sesh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it's like, but by yourself. Yeah. And it's just you versus you. But that's the stuff that matters. Yeah. yeah right. And that's like, and I guess with what we get to do, like a lot of times I get paid to document that. Yeah. So I get to, I'm like privileged like to see. The, you're like wearing the jumper and the beanie and yeah, not being dude, cold. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. Or like when I was, uh, we're filming with Alden. So like we mm. got, we had Ken, 
uh, Roxon, Adam Cincerello. Oh, and those guys have been going like, through the pain locker and, and you're just I'm chilling. In a, I'm in a car with a camera and I'm like filming them out the back window and I'm just legitimately feeling like a dick. I'm like, I'm, that's my job. I'm chilling. You know what I mean? <laughs> or like when we did a commercial for the army and these like poor people, dude. So they're like crawling under barbed wire, right? Like doing the full army crawl in mud yep. with barbed wire like just over the top and they're like snagging their helmets. Then they got a drill sergeant behind them. It's gone nuts. Bit, like full abuse, right? And then, like, it's already raining. And then there's a dude with a fire engine. Oh, God. Smashing them with the fire hose. And I'm just like, and I've got like a rain jacket. And I'm yeah. like pissed because my camera's like half getting wet. And I was just like, fuck, like, this is gnarly. But I, I think like that give me the appreciation to... I guess feel a little bit more than what that thing that you see like because it's easy to be like gutted for someone when you see him crash on the olympics yeah. but if you've like feel, really feel a part of that mm. and you know the monday mornings and you've seen it yeah well i mean you know and it's, it's like four years is a long time man dude, like people can't do workout programs for 12 weeks yeah. let alone four years yeah 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 it's gnarly Full and, on. And, and I, I know how hard she works as well. You know, like she's, dude, she puts in. I mean, she is the best in the world. Yeah. She's eight times world champion. Okay, wait, carry that. Yep, yep, she's the best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, um, yeah. I mean, but, it's very rare to have someone who is that good, who mm, is that good a person nice. as well. Like, yep. I, I find, like, you know, like, I, I get, I feel like I'm lucky to know most of the people that are, you know, in action sports that are super good people that are also yeah, super, super talented yeah. you know like you look at you know other other crew that we've got on our team you know like you know, Taka for example like he's just yeah insane the best legend ever we got you know all BMXs you know Kyle Bulldog we got yep. Logan Martin both absolute legends like just the nicest dudes yeah and you know and they're on top of their game as well you know and, and you know it's just crazy to see you know people that are so good that uh nice dudes yeah yeah which it's nice it's it's um refreshing i guess my um my like own well not my only but one moment where i really felt like the opposite of what you felt with caroline (laughs) is when mossy got on the podium in san diego for jdr yeah like winning championships and stuff with um why is that card flashing at me all right we're back we're back where we're at <laughs> um yeah my like i guess on the opposite end of the spectrum to what you went with with caroline was when mm. mossy got on the podium in san diego with jdr yeah because like i got to document that whole process of them going to the states and like i knew the hard work that like Jay and Derek and all the mechanics and the crew and waiting on bikes and the truck driver and like when you mm. see like the all the pieces of the puzzle that yeah make, and like make the, even down to like Dirk the truck driver like polishing wheel nuts on the semi that's so crazy you know what I mean and then like so dude so like he polished the truck like hand polished a semi trailer before the truck left the garage to go to a1 right yep. and then it pulls up at a1 yeah, and you gotta wash it again and then he polishes it again like i'm talking every wheel nut and it's like you just see that dedication and then like can i just give you a little sidebar here just reminds it. me of my brother 
he loves it. So he's a digger driver. He's yeah. got his own little business. Um, so if anyone in Tasmania needs some uh, excavations done, uh, LMC, Luke Moore Contracting, is your uh, done. preferred supplier. Um, he, dude, well, I, no, the, the, the gyps other, sent you. Yeah, the gyps, the <laughs> gyps sent you. So um, oh, the other month I was at home and I, I watched him. He just loves it. Like he keeps all his shit so clean. And um, I watched him wash his digger and wipe it all down and, you know, like degrease it and make it legit. Then he gets in it, drives it, like doing stuff at mum's house, and then gets back out, washes it, and then polishes it again. I was like, why did you do that to start with? And he goes, because I like to do shit properly. Yeah. Some dudes have that gear, man. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. I don't. No, I don't have it either. He got all of that. Yeah, I don't have any of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so then you'd sort of grind away with the supercross thing and like the team was struggling and like you wouldn't get results one weekend and your bike like a bike had fail and just have all these like setbacks that had sort of happened and then when you like finally see the guys get on the box for the first time in this a stack class i think it was like eli tomac won mm. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. I can't remember who got second, but someone gnarly, yeah, someone gnarly as well. Back and then, in that day, who would have been like, it would have been like Eli. It would have been like, I don't think Barsha. Nah, I think it was like pre then. Anyway, definitely need to look it up, but I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure Tomac won. Okay. And, um, but like to just be on the box and see everybody's work pay off and like everybody felt that win I guess like at that point it's almost like a thank it's like oh thank fuck dude big time it's like, like massively like to get thank a god that, thank god that happened <laughs> dude for yeah. sure like yeah. and you look at JGR they didn't win for like years mm. and then oh no wait did they win like their first one nah, didn't Grant? they win like their first race yeah they, with, but like, then, but with then, Grant yeah, yeah. yeah and then it was just like this crazy spell and like they were putting in massive dollars, oh, man, crazy and like dollars. huge expectations, the whole the whole deal, and um, yeah, like that's what's hard too for riders, I think, as well, is that you've got, especially in that America situation of like that's the pinnacle of mm. it, or and Europe as well, but like you've just like all that shit is on your shoulders as oh, well yeah. of like the truck driver you sort of you want oh, to win for yourself but you want to win for everybody oh man like I, I guess yeah you got a lot it's not like a situation like you and me like with our work stuff or whatever it's like oh I might let myself down it's like man you're, you're like letting down like well that's a like a big crew of people that work super hard old mate's been polishing the nuts <laughs> yeah and that's the thing that like I was almost saying I'm scared of is like having that like let it all well i guess in the reverse is like those people like letting me down in a mm. way but it's like yeah to have that weight of other people on you like it's fucking heavy weight dude. oh crazy full on crazy and i suppose like for motocross dudes and like actions for all like anyone who's like an individual sports person like to see like the sacrifices that everyone around you make to get you to that point i yeah. guess is like fuck that's gnarly well that's what dunge was saying in in the podcast with with him is that he got like really tired of living this like selfish life because you do have yeah, to well, be everything's, selfish everything's centered around you yeah and dude it's like you're getting up to go training to train you and you you've got to eat a certain way because of you and you've got to be well not just that it's like you've got to make your wife eat a certain way no no that's sort, you know that's yeah, sort of what i was getting yeah, at like yeah yeah mechanic's like, got to get up and yeah. then you give him your bike and then like you're done but then he's got to wash done. it and yeah. then he's got to frame it and he's got to do that whole deal so yeah. it's like you get this like little army of people around you and mm. it's a, dude i'm like that 
like I get selfish to where I have my like you know you get the tunnel vision thing mm. oh totally and then you, like I'm just like well, I don't know fuck the dishwasher <laughs> someone else will do the dishwasher yeah. like yeah. I'm busy building hey, Ricky. I'm busy building a podcast empire mm. I'm not doing the dishwasher you know what I mean but it's like it's not right no like but no. you you get this you get that one track mind and you oh, it's almost like you have to be you have to be selfish in a way to have success at anything. I yeah, think. oh, definitely. And it's, I guess no, you can go about it different ways. You can go about it in a what? Yeah, exactly. Like you can just decide. You can go to be about an it ass. In, a, in a humble way, and yeah, you know, and, and, and hopefully, and, but, but then, like, hopefully, what you can do is, and this is what I've always wanted to do, is like, you, you know, you want to bring people along with you yeah. for the ride. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, you know, you can bring people. You know, it's a what do they say? A, a, a hand up, not a hand out. Oh yeah, you yeah. Like yeah. That one? Well, I like um, hand up, not a hand out. I do like that. Goes with fist. So yeah, it's a hand. You thing. should put that on a glove. Hand up. <laughs> but um, I like the uh, rising tide uh, floats all ships. Yeah, or like lifts all ships. That's so it's like because I think. I mean, dude, I've even had people ask me with like podcast advice and stuff yeah. and I'm like, ah, should I just begin, keep this little, little bit of you info actually kind of, kind of look like your logo just then. What's that? You oh, yeah, just look like the logo. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's funny. You just, lo- you were logoing. I was logoing it up. But yeah, you like, you think like, man, I've done like a lot of research and I've spent a lot of money and I've like shit. bought a lot of shit twice because yeah, I yeah. fucking was too bought, keen yeah bought shit stuff and then bought it again yeah, exa- yeah exactly and then but then it's like well I've legitimately had people just straight up ask me oh can you just give me your factory details yeah I mean I've probably done that yeah, but, no. <laughs> no but you know what I mean it's just like well like I mean I always like to try and help everyone as much yeah. as I can but it's like fuck you know yeah, there's got to be a point it's like it. 10 years 8 years worth of work yeah. if it was 10 years we'd be having a party but um, yeah. <laughs> 8 years worth of work like in developing this product you can't just be like hey here you go use the recipe yeah exactly the recipe <laughs> but then like I guess well yeah you've got like IP in it you know what I mean never like, actually never actually thought of it like that, but I do have IP yeah like it's <laughs> it's it's like eight years of IP like yeah. this is products you yeah. know what I mean that anyone yeah. can buy so mm. it's like in, in I guess what I was saying is like you know you can get selfish and you can think of like just giving yourself a leg up but it's like man you just don't know the result of helping someone or giving somebody something like you know the result of not helping yeah, someone. yeah, yeah totally. like it's a dead end but yep. you, you know, you give someone some advice. If you be, yeah, well, you know, hopefully, give hopefully, people it, like hopefully it helps all of you. Out, exactly, right? it's just that that whole. If yeah. everyone starts to win, yeah. you can all kind yeah, of, can all win together. And like, I think that maybe our little group of guys that was around in like that two thousand and eight oh, era, oh yeah, of MX Nationals, like that was such a crazy cool little group of us. so funny it was sick like just so even like mixing all the, dude, all the time I, mean? I always think i just imagine if we could go back it's so sick i yeah. would like like i would love to take a trip you know we should do a we should have a reunion we really should have a reunion <laughs> because like who are the like you got guy streeter yeah full-blown legend Full you got blown. like mixing rode, rode with him on the weekend yeah we did that was sick you know you got Kale, cam williams yeah you got like Kale, no 
Well, yeah, well, dude, sort of, yeah. sort of. No, I was gonna say KY, which is Cam's, yeah, yeah, Cam, like, Cam, yeah. yeah, old, old Cam nickname. Williams, Cam Cameron with a Y, yeah, KY. Um, so like, yeah, all those people are, yeah, Mick Sinclair, Scotty Runsman, Johnny yeah, McLean, Johnny. like all Who those knows? guys, and it's like even like Nat, like Nat, Nat Natalie Candice. Who's that? Remember, remember Nat? Like she was at well, she's Louis Louis. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. she, she used to work at Monza. So she, when Mick, when yeah, Mick, could, when yeah. Mick couldn't go, yeah, she would yeah, come. Yeah, yeah, I do remember her. Yeah, she's one of my best friends. She's the biggest legend. But yeah, that whole it seems like everyone sort of just like everyone went and did stuff. Yeah, and it, I think all it's different like, stuff too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what like crazy different yeah. stuff. But it was like, yeah, I think it was a case of that like rising tide. Oh, definitely. Oh, I, I, I speak to everyone still in the yeah. crew and I ask advice of all of them all yeah. the time. Well, I mean, that's the thing, like, you know, I mean, you, that's what friends are for, right? Yeah, no, I think it's just cool, though, that I think that everyone had that mentality of, yeah. like, dude, we're all, like, 500 bucks here, sponsorship. <laughs> but, like, we're all just sponsoring each other. It was, yeah, like, whoever yeah. had money at the time so was, like... Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, yeah, I sold But it was funny because, like, it was always, like, sometimes, like, we were, like, working for conflicting brands and this kind of That's shit. That's the but coolest then like, thing with you, you know, like, when I, well, when I was at Rockstar, I used to just hang out with, like, Dave Ellis and, mm. and Adrian and everyone from Monster flat out, like... And people would be like, oh, you know, what's the rock star dude doing in the monster truck? And they're like, ah, oh, fuck, he's our boy. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. Let him go. He's Even sweet. like Kelso was super cool. Like oh, that. Kelso is fucking legend. He's a I mean, cool I, dude. And, and that's another mentor, business mentor yeah. that I had. Like, Kel, man, I learned so much shit from Kelso. Yeah. Like, but like, but like, but like, party life, the doors off life and then work. Though. But like, life shit yeah. as well. Like, he's fucking such a, just the best dude. But yeah, he used to be good at partying and then, and then sucking and then up the next just, day. Yeah, yep. Getting everyone out of so bed. So sick. He's got like a little family now. He's got a daughter. And yeah, he's doing really well. Yeah, eh? he's such a legend. Dude, I remember one time, uh, I can't, it was a Super X round back in the day. Super X. X. <laughs> and um, I went to, like, I think, was Kelso like renting an apartment yeah, in, in Melbourne? Sydney. No, no, Sydney. It was in Sydney. All yeah. right, yeah. So I remember we all went out that night and I was talking, because Kelso is the dude that gave me like my break to America. Yeah. So Kelso was like, yep, you can go over with like Marmont and Mossy That's before right, Motocross yeah. Nations. And he like paid for my flight to go out there. <laughs> yeah. The crazy thing is though, he like fucked it up or his chick fucked it up. And instead of being there for two weeks, I they booked my flight for two months, and I was so <laughs> I was so broke, I didn't stay. have the money to change it. And then like I emailed it to the chick, like, "Hey, you like ruined my flights," and I just got nothing back. Like it was just a dead end response. And then I said to Kelso, I was like, ah, "I mean, I might as well. I'll just hang." And I just like that I didn't have enough money to, so to change funny. it, so I was like, mm, "Gypsy life, here we <laughs> go." And that was like that changed my whole life. Yeah, of course. So it's that's, that's funny, like little things like just like a flight not being right or whatever just changes your whole life. Like crazy. What's that movie? Sliding doors. I don't <laughs> so know. That's like all got to do with like anyway, whatever. Watch it. <laughs> I'll Google it. Yeah, Google, Google I remember. Like, sure, I, it's on Netflix or something. It has to be by now. Um, I think your birth is on Netflix. Like everything's on there now. <laughs> um, but we we yeah we went out one night in Sydney for Super X and. Um, and then yeah, we got I like got to Kelso's apartment and you were still asleep and Kelso is just like just like yeah, typing yeah, away because yeah. of like West Coast time, time. difference. Yeah. yeah, and he was just up and I was like barely alive, but I was like I think uh, that was like the meeting with how him. Did, so how did 
I get home before you ever. What do you mean? You said I was like asleep. <laughs> no, you. This is the next day. Oh, the next day. I was gonna say. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no, I no, yeah, no, 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 no. But like, yeah, like that, this seems very strange. But it was like eleven o'clock or ten o'clock in the morning, and I got there to have like this meeting with Kelso, and like I didn't even know Kelso. Dead. I only knew you. Yeah, and I'm so, dead in his room. <laughs> yeah, so like you'd set the meeting up with Kelso, and then you were asleep, and I was just sitting there like with Kelso. So, yeah. Um. So can you pay for me to go to America, please? Because yeah. I just think I could film shit. There. I, I reckon I'd probably could probably make something sort of out of it. Here's my business card. Uh, don't chief. have one. <laughs> don't yeah, chief. Chief. But yeah, like that was. Uh, he's just another example of a dude that. I oh, just gets it. He just gets it, and he just and gets it done. No, yeah. I was thinking too. Like I've been thinking about the the podcast stuff as well. Is like we were lucky to have mentors the way that we did and I didn't really at the time you don't think about that that's what you know you don't you don't think oh I'm learning all this shit from these older dudes but you are but at the time they're just like your mates that you're just hanging out with but like really you're actually just learning all this crazy shit that you're gonna use yeah you're doing an apprenticeship yeah totally but like I I started thinking and I was like I was like man I don't really have any mentors which is like the most retarded thing I could ever say. Yeah. And then I start, and then I was like, man, I've like had these mentors, but they're like peers mm. in a way. Like mentors don't have to be because in my head I like didn't have these like old. Well, that's a, that goes back to this funny like entrepreneurship yeah. deal where people are like, oh, I'm gonna go and get a mentor, and that's it's exactly like, what yeah. do you mean? It's like we're just gonna hit up some d- dude that's like older that's dude, done I some was shit. like almost legitimately about to like email a guy. So like, uh, there's a dude Aubrey Marcus. He owns On It, which is like a yeah. huge supplement yeah, yeah, company, yeah, yeah. right? And I, um, I was like, because I just maybe I read it in a book or something about mentors. Mm. It's like I don't have any mentors. And I and I thought like I need to reach out to some guy that I don't know. And I need be to like, get one of these mentors. Yeah, where do I? People find talk s- about these mentors, and <laughs> yeah. I need one of them. But I legitimately was got like, heaps of them. Yeah. yeah, and then I started thinking. I was like, man, I've had these mentors for yeah. a really long time, and yeah. but it's just these. Oh, you learn so much from stuff. everyone, man. Like, and you think about it, like all the dudes that we were hanging with at that point, are, like all just so amazing at their job. Yeah, like all of them. You know, look at Mick. Like, Mick was probably the best team manager I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, like, fuck. Oh, dude, Mick was on his shit. <laughs> on his shit. Like, and you know what? I, I know this because, like, back in the day, he'd be like, dude, you cannot do this. And I'd be like, yeah, what do you mean? He's when like, you dude, were dude, goggles. Yeah. yeah, or, like, I'd be doing goggles for Von Zipper or yeah, something. Yeah. And he'd be like, dude, you can't just do this or you can't do that. Or, dude, they, he can't wear your gloves. And I'm like, yeah, bro, yeah, you can. And he's like, yeah. nah, can't this is my job sorry bro it's yeah. like hey respect respect dude he yeah he, he was, was really, on it he really was on hey. it. so on it yeah he um i gotta learn a lot from me yeah and that's what so that's what i'm saying is like you have those guys but you don't really consider them mentors but i think that until later when you're like oh fuck i learned all this shit from these people yeah and <laughs> and i think that we're lucky in the sense that so i guess it's like step one get some skin in the game any fucking game like if you like yeah. You know, whether it's jiu-jitsu or Whatever. it's fucking mm. um, motocross or if it's BMX. Like, dude, I got to tell the... Just get involved. Dude, the fucking volunteer, story... Volunteer or or help out or... This is the story, right? Okay, of, I'm ready. This is the I'm one. Ready. Do you know Jason Wygant? Yeah. The voice of yep. fucking motocross. Yep. 
That guy was a flagger at High Point Raceway. No shit. I'm not like just a flagger. He I got would, I got drunk with him once, right, in America, and he told me that I'm. What did he say to me? He goes, "You are everything that's wrong with Australian motocross." And I was like, "I didn't even really ride." And he's like, and he just started laughing. And that was pretty much <laughs> that's that was pretty much the combat, dude. He is he's the shit. Yeah. Oh right? yeah. Amazing. He, Started as a flagger. He's at high like point. a fucking motocross dictionary. Yeah, and now you ask him about anything. The third corner of the second race of something at High Point in nineteen ninety fucking one. Yep, and and he was halfway there. through the moto, and he will tell you exactly what happened. Yeah, like, but that's what? like that's an example of a dude that like he didn't sit there and be like, oh, I want to get in the motocross no, he industry. Just, he just lived and breathed it, and, and then, he fucking got some skin in the game. Just a just put a pinky finger through the door mm. and then like then he got enough to like crack it open a bit mm. and then he looked through and then someone caught his eye and looked away for a while so he stood there and then he waited for someone else and then someone come and talk to him so it's like it's not this thing of like you go in and the no. red carpet's rolled out for you no, like, it's definitely dude not. i remember like with i was like i thought for the longest time mix and claire thought i was a dick probably did and he probably did <laughs> but, but like yeah. what what yeah. was my like i didn't have anything to no. like why did i deserve any well i mean more, it's funny you know funny I mean? funny story like how, basically how i got involved with the with that whole deal was like i had my little agency started doing some stuff for rockstar down there and basically um brendan and kelso knew that i loved motocross so they were like i was just like oh, i want to go and help out yep. at one of the rounds and they're like yeah sure go for it and so I went and helped out and and just loved it. And then basically they were just like, do you want to go to the next one? And I'm like, fucking oath I do. And yeah. they basically just went next, 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 next. And then all of a sudden. That's your job now. That's my job now. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. And it's like, it just starts. And I th- see, I think James Hansen, I think he was much the same as well. Dude, he's I, another I, I, great example. Yeah. Oh, yeah. just the biggest, le- he just. Just a fan. Just life, and just life lover. Yeah. Lover of life. Yeah. James Hansen. He's, lover of dirt bikes. Life. And he's still Hashtag like dirt bikes for president. <laughs> he's just still a frother too. Yeah, like, and he's but, the biggest legend. Yeah, such a nice guy. But you go like you look at the Wygant thing. It's like you start as a flagger and then you get on as like a gate might, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all like you'll go, oh, the commentator announcer's sick today, and then oh, you just I'll get help that. Out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can, I, I can do that. I know heaps of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and then you get on that one day, and then they're like, yeah, good job, man. And then you might not get that call again for like another two months until yeah. that guy's sick again. Yeah. It's like it's you have to be so commit, like you said before. Like, well, just it's just got to be. It's just got to be your life. You're like, you've only got to, you know. You, I mean, and the thing is, like, the biggest thing with all this shit is, it's like, like, I would do what I do now for free. For free. Yeah. I would do it without getting paid. Yeah. And I did do it without getting paid for a long time. Yeah. And it's like, and I still do a lot of shit without getting paid. And it's 8.30 on a Wednesday night. And we're here doing this. Yeah. And it's like for free. We're doing... Oh, well, yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. Am I, am I not getting You're paid? You're not getting paid. <laughs> oh, fuck. But it's like... Yeah. But no, but that's the thing. What? I mean, the thing is like... And that and that's what what some people say as well is like you know um, if you do what you love you'll never work a day in yep. your life and shit I mean if if I didn't make any money out of everything I do I would still live the same life that I live now yeah even though I'm stressed out and fucking whatever all the time I love it yeah and I like you I think getting back to the, the like the mentors thing I think like one of the 
because I've always been like a real, like, I guess, pragmatic, like I was saying before, like I've got to look at this, the whole thing and be like, why, 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 why are you doing this? And I think now that the, the podcast has turned into like a thing I really want to keep doing, yeah. you've got to have like a why to it. Yeah. And then it's like, I think for me, starting to, you start thinking about the mentors thing is it's like, there's probably some people listening to this where their life isn't awesome. Mm. and they're doing a thing that they don't really want to do mm. and they don't really know how to change it and then their mates might be keeping them down or their mates might be just like... One of the biggest things is you just got to surround yourself with good people. But that's what no I'm saying what. is like how do you surround yourself with good people if... You just find one and yeah, then that, you find two and then you find three. But maybe that is that good yeah. person is Sam Moore on a podcast. Oh, you know what I mean? But that's sort of, <laughs> yeah. the, that's like what I'm thinking. And especially with some of the messages we've got of people that have been like really pumped is like, there's some people out there that probably don't know where to look. And it's not out of being... You know what? Like, I mean, I, I know that like for me, like I love, you know, um, you know, business content and whatever else. Like, And, and it's hard because you look for it sometimes and, and there's not, you know, especially in action sports and stuff, there's not that much out there of stuff that would interest you and me really you know and and that's one thing that i really love about what you're doing is it's like that's what it is and there's not really much about like this yeah you know and and it's it's cool like for people for our people i guess to be able to tell their stories you know and and, um and share it with people that's um that want to know about and might not have that leg in and might not have the Cause like, I guess I've been thinking a lot of times that there's not like, if people are in a situation that it's either like they've done it to themselves or, you know, and they're not like they've done it to themselves, but there's like, there's like either like arrogance or ignorance. So they're like, they're innocently ignorant to how to change the situation. Mm. through like whether it's their parents and their friends their economic yeah so that's so hard though because like i mean I, I i'm i'm guilty of it like right now <laughs> mm. you know like it's so hard to like you know you just get like we say like you get stuck in what you're doing and, mm. and it's like shit like i want to do this or that different but it's not always hard yeah. like it's not always clear how to do it how to do anything yeah. really yeah and that's what i think i've enjoyed with this is like if someone like I'm given Pete, like I'm given someone Sam Moore, like you're, you're a mentor of mine in a lot of ways, you know what I mean? And Robbie's yeah. a mentor and like Adrian's a mentor. Like yeah. there's these people and it's like, if you're stuck in a situation that's yeah, not well, that certain, good. There's always certain, certain situations or certain things that anyone in your circle can help you with. So it's like, yeah. you know, for, for me, for example, like, you know, there's, there's got to be situations where I'm like, well, fuck, who's the person that I need to talk to about this? And it's Jace. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or it might be Adrian or it might be, you know, whoever. Yeah. Matto, you know? Yeah. You, and it's like, I think- If you want to do something really gnarly or something, or talk yeah. real deep, you talk to Matto. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like, yeah. So you said, you know, surround yourself with good people always. Yeah. If there's not good people around- You find them. Yeah. Like you have there to- There is. There's good people everywhere. Yeah. I mean, good, I mean- good doesn't necessarily mean successful or whatever. Like sometimes good people are just good, positive people. Dude, have you met Azza? Yeah, yeah, I know Azza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that like... No, no, hang on. (laughs) Who's Azza? Explain for the people. Yeah, so I was going to say that Azza is like, he's like (laughs) Your mate that you grew up with in Cairns. Yeah, so like he's 40, 
fucking nine. Nah, yeah. he's like 42. Veterans champion. He's a world, <laughs> yeah. world, yeah, world veteran champion. Shout out to Aaron. But Mad dog. So he's a guy that, because I'm the oldest in my family, I never had an older brother. Yeah, he's your older brother. He would be like legitimately my older brother. Yeah. I'd have no, pro- like if there was a paperwork where I could be like, oh yeah, so he's now my legal <laughs> yeah, older yeah, brother. Yeah. I'd just do that. Yeah. Because, but he's not a, specials like you wouldn't say that well, he he's, is he's fucking veterans he's world, veteran veteran world champion. <laughs> but in terms of like from the outside looking at it, if you met him at a pub and you go like oh what do you do he'd be like oh my name's Yaza and I bloody dig holes I love drinking piss yeah, sink beers and <laughs> fucking kick ass on a moto but like if you looked at a club like he's not Robbie Madison yeah, yeah. But, like, that guy is... Just a solid legend. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. I can go to him yeah. for anything ever. Yeah, and, I mean, that's what you've got to find. Like, that's what you've got to carve out is, like, your circle of people that you can go to and discuss anything with. Like, I, I was so lucky. Like, I, I had a really, really good friend called Pete Nash, um, and uh, you would have met Nick, his son, who he runs all my fist stuff in the US. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Pete... Um, I just randomly actually <laughs> crazy story. So I actually met him in Peter Stevens motorcycles. I just walked in off the street, walked up and I was just looking at all this shit and all the cool pro circuit stuff in the cabinets and whatever else. And he was working in the store. Comes out, Hey man, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. Got talking to him. Just got along really good. And he's like, Oh, here's my email address. And I'm like, Oh sweet. And he's like, yeah, I'll send you some, um, cause he was American. Um, was he, no, is he still? No, no. Well, he, he passed away. Oh, so he's he still. I'm, get, I'm getting to that. What a dick. No, so, Jace, you're a dick. <laughs> um, so, so he was Australian, but um, had spent 20-something years in the States. Uh. And so he, um, you know, uh, well, dude, Krusty Demons of Dirt 1. Yeah. You watch Krusty Demons of Dirt 1. His name is third on the credits. Really? No shit. What so, for? No, he was like involved in making Krusty. No like, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full OG. So anyway, like we met and he's like, oh, and I was looking at all this cool stuff and he's like, oh, you're into all the same shit as me. He's like, what's your email address? We'll all start sending you some stuff. Dude, that night I opened my email and the dude had sent me like 50 like just stuff like just emailing me all this sh- moto shit and I was just like fuck how good is this dude <laughs> and then I used to talk to him every fucking day on the really? phone every day that's so and, and he was uh, so man like he was 20 20 20 20 years older than me no probably. way yeah and um but just like we were just you know thick as thieves yeah. Like, yeah and and so when I actually started Fist he was super instrumental in, in like he helped me and like and without Pete like there wouldn't be Fist because no he, he was the dude that was like dude you can do it fucking oath you can no, yeah. you know you can do it blah, blah blah and he would do anything to help me you know like hook me up like like introduce me to heaps of crew and all this kind of stuff and and um that uh, me and Jesse Pigeon actually have tattoos on our feet. With um, he always used to say to us like every time we get to a point, um, and anyone who knows Fist well will have seen on bits and pieces Smash Fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Pete's thing. I didn't was, know that's where that comes. Yeah, from. Yeah, so Pete's thing was always like oh, Smash Fourth, like you know, move forward. You know that that was his thing. Yeah. And um, so me and Jesse both got it tattooed on our feet. So we got like a ship, and it's got a banner under it, and it says Smash Fourth. So I we, never knew that's yeah, where that Yeah, so we, we both got... Um, so Pete passed away. Oh, man, it was a long time ago now, like maybe six, seven How years ago. How old was he? Oh, f- mid-40s. Fuck. Yeah. So he went to the States and he passed away while he was in America. But um, so me and Jesse both got that tattooed on our feet and just like, man, you know, I, 
I mean, he's probably my biggest mentor, to be honest. Like, yep. I mean, he just, fuck, man. Like, he's just, like, crazy. Like, you meet these random people and they just believe in you, yeah. you know? And it's like, you know, people that believe in you more than what you believe in yourself. Yeah. And it's just crazy. It's like, what What do these people see in, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't see it and it's me, you know what I mean? It's just so sick because I'm, I'm such good friends with his um, son and daughter, Nick yep. and Brittany. So, Nick helps me out with um, everything. So the fist warehouse in the States is in Nick's garage. Yeah. In Huntington Beach, which was the house. Yeah, which is the house <laughs> where you rocked When I rang you birthday. and I was like, hey, bro, where are you? I'm like 200 meters from your house. Happy birthday, Happy man. birthday, bro. What's up? <laughs> yeah, that was um, a trip. But uh, reference from podcast number one. But yeah. um, I don't even know what we're getting to with that. But like, I mean, he just helped me so yeah, much. Yeah, like you don't. It's not like he was this industry dude that had all the answers for you. And you know, well, he somewhat I mean? was a little bit, but I mean, he was just more. But yeah, he was just more a friend that believed. Yeah, in, and 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 understood not what I was trying to do because I wasn't even necessarily trying to do anything at that point. But it was more like he could just see. Well, like he was invested ring, in you. Yeah, I'd ring him and just go, "I've got this idea." to do blah 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 like dude I've had ideas for 15,000 companies like yep. I love it <laughs> and like so many like, yeah but like I would just ring him and tell him he'd be like fuck man like once how's this me and him flew to Sydney because I was going to start a bike wash company <laughs> and it was going to be called Scrub S-K-R-U-B Scrub <laughs> and um, we flew to Sydney to meet with the people to make the bike wash no like shit. the whole deal yeah and um yeah that's Crazy. fucking sick pre-crush days obviously yeah <laughs> shout out to crush, crush shout out to crush no. um yeah but that's what glad we're not in operation uh, in uh, <laughs> opposition bro um but yeah like it's just yeah i don't know it's crazy isn't it you know you just got to find you just got to find the people that are on your team and there's no two, i think too like if you're listening to this and you don't have people that have been your friends for like a long time that's probably your fault you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, really? So I know people, man, like, especially I've, I know some people in America where it's like, I don't know who their friends are. Yeah. And I know them super well. And it's like, and they're like those, they're always at kind of arm's length and they'll come in and out of your life and they'll say, hey, and they'll, yeah. and you'll be like, what's happening? And it's like, oh, this happened and this happened and I got fucked over here and now I've got this new job and I've moved here. And it's like, like, I don't want to move away from my friends. Like, you get these friends in your life that have been there forever. Like, man, when we, we were just in Cairns, like, Ricky's got her group of girlfriends and, like, they've got photos from when they were, like, four years yeah, old. Crazy. And it's not like you have to have friends from when you're four because people move when, you know yeah. what I mean? But it's like, I think there's a certain to have level that, To of, have that heritage, like, I mean, I know that, like, for Ricky... It's like holding down a job. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you can't hold down a job, then it's probably not the employer. But it's so I think yeah. it's the same with friends. Like, you've got to hold friends down yep. because there's an ebb and flow yep. in friendships yep. as well where it's like, man, you've got to give a lot to this person and they're giving, you're giving more to them than, than yeah. they're giving to you for now. And then it's like, if that goes on forever, then you fucking clip that person. The friendship thing's so fucking weird, though. Like, I saw a... Um, a um, uh, uh, like a, a meme the other week and it's like how weird's friendship like literally you meet someone and you're like hey like 
we're now like attached to each other for no yeah, reason. We're just gonna, <laughs> yeah, we're just going to go through this thing called life. Yeah, it's like, hey, we're friends now. Sick. I'm going to need stuff from you. Yeah, like, I'm going to ask you heaps of shit. Yeah, dude, for real. It's so fucking weird, isn't it? But it's like, literally you just go, oh yeah, cool. And you just like clip onto this person and they're your yeah. friend. But it's funny too. And like, like you're a really good example of this with me. Like this is the most we've seen each other since oh. probably 2008. Yep. Like so in 10 years. Yeah. This little stretch. We've never of, lived anywhere near each other. Never. And we'd see each I'm other. I'm from Tasmania, like, you're from Cairns, for yeah, example. Yeah, that's as far away <laughs> as it gets. But like, you're, I always gauge too of like a real friend. Doesn't is, matter. Is a person that you can call once a week or once every two years. Like more, probably my, like my oldest friend, Tyson, yep. is we went to school together from when we were like grade seven. Like, I didn't call him for his 30th birthday. And, like, four yeah. days later, I'm like, fuck, it was his birthday. Yeah. Call him up, and I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. And I was, like, stri- tripping, like, dude, like, you're a shit friend. He was like, I don't give a fuck. He's like, what's yeah. going on? You know what I mean? It's oh, like, dude, I'm exactly the same. I've got, like, some of my best friends in the fucking world. Like, like my, my boy, Geordie Hooper, is, like, fucking same deal. Like, we've been best friends since grade seven or some shit. And then, like... Like, I'll literally go, like, three months and not speak a word to him. And, I, like, I could call him, like, tonight and be in Tassie and be like, hey, bro, I need you to pick me up from the airport. And he'd be like, yeah, sweet, bro. See you in 20 minutes. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, Dude, You know, 100%. like, not speak to him for a year. And it's just like, yeah, man, sweet. Like, and I, I've got so many friends like that. Like, you know, Will Kendall, my one of my best friends, is the third chapter guy. Same deal. Like, I will honestly go, like, two months without speaking to him. And he'll, I'll just send him a text gun. Hey, Will. And he'll be like, be mean to call you, bro. I'm like, yeah, yeah same deal. Yeah, I know you have. It's yeah. all good. Same with yeah. Dan, Dan Kirby, you know Kirby. Today I, I rang him uh, for, uh, I can't even remember what for, and he goes, oh, you're actually on my list to call. I'm like, <laughs> oh, am I? He's like, yeah, he's been on holidays. Like, same deal, I haven't spoke to him for a month. Yeah, well, like... Doesn't matter. As a Dude's t- my best mate. Yeah, they don't give care. A, give a fuck. <laughs> Dude, as of today, like I called, I've been playing phone tag with him for a little bit, but like, I mean, in all honesty, I just didn't even try and call him for like three weeks. Yeah, he's just been training for world bets. Just been <laughs> shredding. But um, like, I call I call him, haven't spoken to him in like probably a month. And then he goes, oh, are you driving? And I was. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he knows that, like, the only time I ever call him is when I'm driving between Brizzy and the Gold Coast. <laughs> but then, like, when I'm in America, like, he's fucking 40. He can't use his phone for shit. So, like, yeah. I try and FaceTime audio him. And, like, it's well, my fault, too. I get a, probably get a new number every time I go there. Yeah. And he just declines my shit, man. So, like, if I'm <laughs> in America for a month, he just declines yeah. every phone call for a month. It's funny, like, me and Cam Williams used to call each other all the time because we were, Dude, both, he's in, cause we were both fucking road warriors like yeah. he was on the road for Liat or whatever and I was doing I don't know I just do a lot of driving no matter what job I do you're in the car I'm driving long distances or driving just, a QMP two days in a row because you're a savage <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah um, first day left a lot to be decided the second day was fun first day was I a, had a sh- few little shoulder problems on the weekend but that's alright I've, I've learned that when you want to ride a screaming eagle, <laughs> sometimes the screaming eagle doesn't want to be ridden. No. This weekend, the screaming eagle did not want to be ridden. Nope. You can't... You have to realise you're dealing with a wild animal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, I get it. Like, but the thing is, with my, mine is that reliable. Like, start second kick. Yours sounds so much time. better than mine, too. <laughs> like, when I was street up. Well, but for example, like, mine's meant to be like what it is. Yours is just like, like a... It's a Frankenstein. It's a Frankenstein. You oh, know, mine's, mine's a stocker. When, uh, so I was out on track. I have a YZ250 two-stroke. Two-stroke. Just, just like what? 20 what? Because now we're talking you know, yeah. shit and no one knows what we're talking about again. Uh, 2000, 
14 YZ250. So it's pr- practically brand new. Practically brand so new. In the, in the scope of two-stroke life, yeah, in the, yeah. that's brand new. So the Screaming Eagle is a 1998 <laughs> CR250 motor. In what? In a 2010 CRF450 frame. Shout out to Rapid Fab. Yeah, and, Rapid um, Fab. <laughs> and yeah, so when I so Guy Streeter came riding with us the other day, and he was like the oh, he was like the he was the dude that was doing moto films before me in Australia for people. Yeah, all well, MXRs and Loam, 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 Loam two. Oh, I legitimately so that funny. Shit, the eh? other day, I introduced him to um, Walshy. You know the dude, the new like new school filmmaker Walshy. Nah, I haven't met uh, him. I used to work at MX Store, and oh, now he's out on kid. his own doing yeah, his I thing. Know that kid. And so anyway, Josh Walsh. Um, yep. And so I introduced Streeter to him, and I go. Oh, this is Loam. I'm like, so this is Guy Streeter. Have you ever heard of like Loam and MXRs? And he looks at me real confused and goes, nah. Oh, <laughs> please, and, son. And, uh, and, and, um, and Streeter goes, don't treat yourself to him. <laughs> <laughs> but how good were they back in the day? Oh, I love Fuck, that shit. Sick. Oh, it was before I knew some of those riders were dipshits too. So, so I could funny. like fully appreciate it. Yeah, it was sick. Uh, but yeah, so Streeter. My favorite video back in the day was Horizontal. Did you, did you ever no, watch that? I never saw that. It was sick. It had Danny Ham riding in the dunes. Ham off the bone. No, oh, so sick. Oh. Millie Yamahas, black and yellow Millie, Millie Yamahas. That's pretty savage. Oh, and Lethal Lee Hogan. He lethal was also, Lee. He was also riding. Dude, yeah, so we're, we're on the a track, on the track at QMP and Streeter. I, I can't remember what I said, but I was like, all right, because my bo- was the Screaming Eagle was playing, playing up. up. It was yeah, playing it was, up. It was, like a second-hand lawnmower. It was kicking or up. like a 98 CR250. <laughs> yeah, it was kicking up a stick. That, okay, so just to let everyone know as well, like we dad's a factory mechanic for yep. Jackson. Like, no. So the bike's gone in the shed. and He like, knows it like, put it this way, Pete knows what he's doing. Yeah, so he knows. We bought the thing and um, we started it when we got it. So it was like a Craigslist deal. Like, I think it was two grand or Mate, something. it's Gumtree. We're in Australia. Gumtree, Gumtree, We're in Gumtree, Australia. Gumtree. Gumtree. Come on, bro. So then Craigslist. We, we went up there and I said to Dad, I was like, it's in Logan. And Logan's massive. So it was pretty much a QMP. And yeah. Dad was fucking off Over it. Like, he was so pissed. Just got home from work. And I was like, come on, let's just at least go look at this thing. So what did you do with the old frame and shit? Have you still got it? I don't it? know. Where is it? I don't know. I think Dad threw it out. <laughs> or it might be behind the shed. Yeah, so, so when Ronnie Mac was coming to do this, <laughs> Ronnie was like, fuck, man, I might need to borrow that bike. And I was like, yeah, you can have it. Like, yeah, if you fucking wanna, go for yeah, it. But Dad was going to have to put it back in the old frame. Oh, heavy. Yeah, fucking terrible. But um, so he ended up buying one because he's Ronnie Mac. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, so we... That's actually in Bailey's office. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so sick. Dude, Ronnie's a legend. Ronnie's coming on the podcast. Yeah, Ronnie. That's going to be Ronnie sick. A- Ronnie actually um, signed... <laughs> Why don't you do a fist thing with Ronnie? Ronnie Ronnie signed a um, fucking... Uh, PBR empty, can. An empty yeah. PBR can. Why don't you do a fist thing well, with we, Ronnie? We should. Right. Shout out to Ronnie. Can you write that down so that we don't write forget that? To yep. yeah, we're doing that. Ronnie, we'll extend the. Uh, it's gonna extend be fi- the, extend the olive olive trees. Olive, olive, br- olive branch. It's gonna be fingerless. Yeah, of we course. have to do that. All right. So, um, fuck. Yeah. So we start that. We go to this dude's house, and then he's like, "Dude, the like as quintessential, no idea about motocross <laughs> as it gets." Oh, this that was awesome. notification <laughs> um it's like just no idea and he was like he's like oh it's just had a new piston and rings got a new power band like full no idea and then, and i was just like yeah okay sweet no dramas mate and then we started it ding 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 shut it off that's all we did that was it 
So then we decide to order like the whole frame mod kit from the US, yeah, like yeah. brand new rate. Like it was just one fuck up after another to build this thing. And so the reason like I was honestly, trying to do you it, could have gone about that a way easier way and just bought a YZ250. <laughs> no, mate, I bleed red. <laughs> anyway, whatever. <laughs> but so the idea was, and this is the worst part of the idea, is it was for the Transmoto 6 hour, oh, which yeah. is a fucking enduro race at Conondale, right? What a shit bike to ride in that. It was the worst <laughs> thing I'd ever done. Like, I, I love that event. I'll try and, wherever I am in the world, I try and go back to race that event every year. You have to do it this year with us. Well, I did the 12 hour last year. Oh, you did it with Robbie. fucking killed me. That's right, yeah. Um, Interesting so, story, sideline. Just remember where you're at there. Before the, the last lap of, <laughs> of the 12 hour, I had to do the last lap. Like I thought that I'd escaped it. Because Robbie jacked himself. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's that. this is about f- six hours after Robbie hurt himself. Yeah. But um, I picked up a Red Bull can that was on the table and and drank some of it and it had a um had a wasp in it oh. <laughs> and the wasp bit the inside of my mouth and so for the last lap my lip was like are you serious yeah, like and i was like drooling all over myself and it was oh it you're was fucking so kidding. heavy i came back in and joel ryan's like oh my fucking god look at your face bro and i was like like that's heavy dude yeah. we um speaking of drooling at derby i was doing like i got a custom gopro mount off your mouth with, yeah with uh duct tape yeah. and like a helmet thing and i like ride with it in my mouth and we did atlas mm. so like the run that you mm. did at derby so i did that whole thing with Tough. a gopro in my mouth gross and i was just and i could feel it like it, all beard. in my beard yeah. and shit it was the grossest thing ever and then we stopped and i was following uh, my mate ryan de la rue and he oh, would yeah. just turn absolute around. legend he's the, the fucking biggest mad dog ever sickest mad and dog. uh and he just turns around he's like Oh, that's fact. Yeah, and anyway, I'm just like taking it out. Wait, um, where were we? Screaming before eagle I, before I sidelined. Yeah. So we get, so we get this thing. Just ding, 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 ding. Starts. Yeah, yeah. No, it should be sweet. So, and then it just then the fuck around begun, man. Of like nothing fit. Like I sold it to dad. Like mate, sold the dream to Pete. You've just got to bolt the thing in. It's <laughs> fucking practically so does it itself, dad. <laughs> Pretty like, much does it. Itself. You've been working on these high maintenance four strokes. This is a two stroke. Like just bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. Works perfect. No. So yeah, just one fuck up after another. Like Maddie drove to get radiators <laughs> from like North prison. Like, cause we got a deadline of six hour. Right. Yeah. And then, um, Rapid kills it. So, like, Rapid side. So, Rapid Rapid does, like, his part of the deal. Rapid really held up his end of the bargain. Dropped it off Friday. Got it back Tuesday. Motor in frame. Yeah. Lined up. Looked like it was meant to be there. <laughs> like a bought one. Looked like a bought one. And um, and then, yeah. So, then it was just, like, this fuck around. And then Matty Kuyper and Scott Saul are there in the morning. Like, we still hadn't started the bike. So, Dad's, like, trying to wire it up. And Sawley's, like like rewind because everything had to be rewired because like the ignition's in a different spot and um so then we start it and i'm like bing 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 oh sick works and uh so i go out onto the road and i'm like i'm like oh that doesn't sound right and then maddie cop is like oh no the power valve's got carbon in it blah blah so i was like yeah, fuck yeah, buddy. No, that's what I thought too. Yeah, no, nah, sweet. So what? Uh, how do we fix that? No, nah, like I know how to fix it, but I want to hear what you do. Yeah, yeah. I just want to see how you do it. <laughs> and uh, so then like another two hours, get up there. And I was just frothing so hard. So the plan was, because I raced it the year before 
and you'd go on the grass track first. Mm. So I was like, dude, all I want to do is it's ride. just tear holes in just this new grass track. Just go this grass track first. And I was like, fuck the enduro. Like, I don't care I don't about I give the, one fuck about it. Yeah, I don't need to ride this enduro track at all. Oh, I'll come off that. Um, what am I on? The foam shit. I don't want you to pull it off. Oh, awkward. are we on? Yeah. Was I snagging? Yeah, snagging a tiny bit. Um, sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> so I was just like, I was like, oh, all I want to do is hit this grass track first. And I was like, that's it. And then fuck the enduro. I'll plod along in first gear on the enduro if I have to, just so I can ride this grass track and then get there. The enduro's first. Fuck. And I was just like, this is fucked. So I come oh, back fuck my life. halfway around the enduro lap. I stopped using the front brake because my forearms, because like our team name was called Six Hours a Year because I hadn't ridden a bike since the six <laughs> hours a year before. That's so good. And, um, and yeah, so I come around the first lap, dude, and I swear to God, like I stopped using the front brake just because it was so fucking pumped up. Sam, what are you doing, oh, mate? No. I've tangled myself. <laughs> you're, you're struggling. You're ripping <laughs> the studio oh, apart. You're I've tangled myself up. <laughs> I've done a Todd. <laughs> <laughs> you're the pretzel. I pretzeled. But yeah, so anyway, so that one, well, man. Six hours version, a year. Yeah, six hours a year is our team name. That's so sick. There's an article on Transmoto if you want to read about it. How's Bushy, Bushy and Gobber's team? What was it called? And maybe Brownie was on the team as well. It's called the, the one that's just been. They're called the Flying Foreskins. <laughs> that's like the best thing about the event. Like, you're almost a douchebag if you win. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like, kind of like, well, did you, hmm, you came to win? Yeah, it's like, oh, you're here to like try. Oh, we're here to get like kind of shit faced the night before. Dude, I got, like, before the 12 hour, I got so fucking wasted and I slept in the back of someone's trailer just in a sleeping bag and it had been raining and I woke up in the like and they had like you know in those old school trailers that they have like the well like um to put your wheel in to yeah. tie it down and um this one didn't have any holes drilled in it and oh. I woke I woke up and my foot and my whole sleeping bag was just wet <laughs> from just I don't even know what from but like I'm talking like tea bag wet like I picked it up and it just all streamed so out the bottom of like, dude me and Ricky slept in a one man swag like and I was snoring my head off Ricky's like smushed against the canvas never slept in a swag before and I was like yeah so this is motocross yeah. um, this is what we do so swags are fun it's really cool you're gonna love it you come and do it every year from now on fucking sick yeah it was not fun but anyway so what my point was for that <laughs> fucking ridiculous elaborate story was that <laughs> we haven't done anything to the bike except Started power, but yeah, no, but that's until last week. Oh, clean the carbon out of the. That's until last week. So like, we still have not done anything to that bike. So I get midway through what you would loosely call a moto (laughs) QMP natural terrain track. Yeah, but the week before Willow Bank, Willow Bank, you did good. Yeah, it was all right, and it was running fine. Except the forks, I rode Maddie because because you're in you're in the uh, in your uh, in your element. In the north, sand. Far north Queensland. North the, Queensland, low. Yeah. Deep sand. But um, yeah, so we hadn't done anything. And then I get halfway through this ride at QMP and I'm just like, this thing sounds fucked. Like I'm, it's about to blow up. And I just knew that if I blew that bike up, it was not getting fixed. Like the Nationals are about to start. Like, so I just pulled in. And then it turns out all it was is my muffler bracket blo- broke oh. and my muffler has fallen off. So we just 
team zip tie racing yeah perfect. and got away for another ride but um so back to the original point streeter was behind me on the track <laughs> that's how far back we had to go oh heavy streeter was behind me and i was like i was like dude do you think this thing sounds like it's gonna blow up because i was like still stressed yeah. he's like Nah, this sounds like a 98. <laughs> I was just like, oh, fuck it, So true, though. Because you can't really They're rattly. Hear it. Those oh. things are rattly. It's, and then I heard him go past yours. And like, I heard him go past on yours. And it was so, like, crisp and tight and sound, sounded See, good. I don't know. But compared mm, to the but Yeah, well, maybe to the compared eagle. to yours, but mine... Mine ne- sounds like it's yeah, got a... Like mine, a needs, mine definitely needs some attention. Needs it a little sh- bit of work. Bring it to the shed, mate. Yeah, well, there's no room in the shed. It's in Maddie's shed. <laughs> so it's like halfway there. But it, it needs a rebuild and shit for sure. Like I haven't, I've had it for like four years and I haven't touched it. So you I got that thing new? No. Oh, no. Semi new. Yeah. Oh, it was a year old when Current. I got it. Yeah. 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 And um, like I've literally just changed, I've probably changed the oil in it like three times. How good are two strokes for that though? Yeah, so sick. And then you just got to make sure you've got clean filters in them all the time. Yeah, I don't. I changed my filter for the first time. Yeah. For, for the other day. Yeah. Because of just the loam at Willowbank. Oh, we just don't. Willowbank, if you're listening to this podcast, please make all of that track sand. All of it. Every single bit yeah, of your natural terrain track needs to be sand. It's sick. I'll go there every weekend. Everyone else will too. <laughs> yeah. That's my The little, crowds, you won't even be able to hold them back. Yeah, you will Very, not. It was good. I was impressed, actually, with Willowbank. I was pumped on this. Because you know I actually haven't ridden in Queensland at all until Willowbank. Really? Yeah, and I've lived here for nearly a year. That's bad, isn't it? Yeah, but, but I, I guess I, um, it's the crew. you got the crew now. Yeah, 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 exactly. So uh, so I've done Willowbank now, and I've done QMP two days in a row. Haven't yeah, done that, that pretty rad. since, like, C-grade title days. I was, like, <laughs> I was driving home. I was like, man, I feel pretty good. And then I got, like that night I was just watching Bachelor in Paradise and just going, <laughs> I am fucked. <laughs> well, dude, how was I? After the first day, I fully binned it straight on my shoulder. I didn't think I was going to be able to ride the next day. I couldn't lift my arm up or nothing. But what was our logic for you to go ride the next day? Because I thought it would make it better. No, we were like, well... Todd could probably ride with one arm as fast as we do, so yeah. surely you can. Yeah, you go, you go. Well, you're not riding that fast. Yeah, so like, like, <laughs> no, I, I said we're pretty slow. You'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> Which is true. You got to get going? your brother on. Hey, you got to get your brother on. Why? I don't know. Nah, fuck him. Nah, <laughs> nah. nah you got to get your brother on. I don't know. I thought about it, but I just don't know. Like, you have to. It, I just don't know how I'd go about. Yeah. <laughs> he, no, I think he would. I just don't know how I'd go. Like. Talk like interviewing him in that. Maybe way. we could th- maybe we could three way. I reckon a three way. <laughs> I reckon a three way would work better yeah. than just the two. Because I have thought about. It. I I would like to get him on because he's a fucking he's a savage. Oh, it kills it. But and yeah, probably one of the biggest legends around. Yeah, also. but I just don't know how I'd go about just the solo. The solo one with it. It'd just be fucking weird, I reckon. It'd be awkward. It's like, I know everything about you, but I'm going to ask you yeah, some questions yeah, anyway. Yeah, exactly. And like, I mean, I kind of, I know a lot of stuff about you, but I think it's oh, like yeah, you but don't, you, know, you, yeah. you don't do this with your mates all no. the time where it's like the phones are face down and you're not, you know, there's like no distractions and shit. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Apart from Ricky chiming in every now and then. <laughs> Slick Rick. Slick Rick. Um, Rick Frost the boss. Yeah. Rick Frost the boss. <laughs> But I once got called the Rick Ross of Tasmania. <laughs> <laughs> you know Rick Ross stole his name? Really? Yeah, I fucking can't listen to his shit anymore. What do you mean? Dude, uh, I'm going to be to ruin Rick Ross for you yeah. fucking ever. Okay. So there's a Netflix doco. Um, How have I not watched this? Can you please Google that real quick? The Rick Ross Netflix doco. Um, 
It's full on, dude. Like I cannot listen. Oh, is, is it fully like, just? Is it full just ratting him out for being a? Oh, it, it just it's heavy. Um, is he dead? Did he die or is he still? Who? Did he die? The real Rick Ross. Yeah. What? Can you just double check that as well, mate? She's googling. Did just you, leave her alone. Did you? What? Give her a second. <laughs> so, um, fact, so before fact we checker. Because I know that he had like a seizure or something and he's like all fucked up. Like the really? real, like, so rapper Rick Ross. So what happened, right? So there's this dude called Freeway Rick and his name was Rick Ross. Like that's his actual, actual legal name. name. Rick Ross, the rapper, that's not his name. Like he changed it to Rick Ross, right? Yeah, right. So. Yeah, Freeway Crack in the system. Freeway, crack in the system. So everybody Netflix the shit out of that no document. Way. Yeah, so Rick Ross, real Rick Ross, was called Freeway Rick, right? Mm. And so, you know, like the whole Watergate, Nixon, like them basically using uh, like Colombian, uh, was it like Colombian or it was like drug rebel money. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Colombian. So basically like the Nixon government wanted to arm rebel fighters. So then they used like, Cocaine money. My brain's already. Oh, I'm yeah, like, I'm like, what? So yeah. Anyway, they. So basically, they were trying to arm the rebels. Yeah, rebels of. I can't remember the country, but they wouldn't get it through Congress. So they had to like basically like launder money. So what it did was flood the streets of L.A. with cocaine <laughs> that uh, was bought in, like essentially through these like channels of of uh, Nixon. So anyway, this like fucking cocaine just landed in this kid he was young at the time couldn't even read or write rick ross landed in his lap so he turned into like the original crack dealer like he was the dude that started the crack e- epidemic yes. in america right rick ross so then he, actual actual rick ross. rick ross so then he created this whole like he was the original dude right mm. word got out freeway rick he was the big dude so then anyway the CIA ends up busting this dude. So the CIA who bought the coke into... So they kind of gave it to him in they a gave way, it to him and, in then a way and then busted him, him for it, right? And then that's when they introduced mandatory, uh, minimum mandatory sentencing for um, cocaine. Yeah, uh, crack. Right. So No, so sorry, crack. So crack, if you got caught with X amount of crack, you got five years minimum. Yeah, right. If you got it in cocaine, the exact same drug in powder form was uh, one year. So, but black communities is where crack was. Yeah. So that's where that whole like crack epidemic and like uh, mass incarceration, like, so all stem from, right? So then rapper Rick Ross decides that he's going to start rapping under the name Rick Ross and created this whole, like from stories and shit from the real Rick Ross. So he's just going like, oh yeah, I'm Ricky Ross the boss now. And that's where he, that he made this whole alter ego. So it's kind of like... That dude that plays Chopper, you know, the dude that just like cruises around and he's like a comedian, but he's like Chopper. Same shit. But, but so like, so. But, but Rick Ross is kind of like really hidden it. Yeah, yeah. So he like said that he'd never, like, had never heard of him. So they've gone to court over it, right? Oh, so, oh, so he's like, so take he's, it, he's like stolen this guy's identity yeah, somewhat. Yeah. And yeah. then he's like, denied oh, it. no, I don't know. I don't know about that, dude. Fully denied it and used like sayings and shit, right? So then, so this Rick Ross, actual Rick Ross, is in jail for like 23, 24 years. He's like, right? hang the fuck on. This guy's making all his money out of my name and all my stories. Yeah. So he gets out of, he, no he can't way. read when he goes into jail, right? Comes out and he's a fucking so genius. So he gets a fucking law degree in jail, finds a loophole 
that um, because there was like he was in for a life sentence so it was like th- if you get done for th- it's like a three strikes you out mm-hmm. thing with um, possession or crack means you get a lifetime ban which is yeah. a lifetime sentence which is fucking retarded anyway in its own right but so he got done <laughs> but we won't get into that he got done they because he got done with so much coke they gave him like the three strikes rule but it was three it's supposed to be three convictions not three charges of yeah, crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so he got out of prison on a loophole so then he gets out of prison this whole time he's like listening to this fucking Rick Ross rapper dude <laughs> say all the shit that but he, he did <laughs> and then he gets out and then he sues him for stealing his identity and oh, um, and then he loses the case because after 10 years you can't make a copyright claim but he was in jail for fucking 23 years so he just gets fingered had to pay all of Rick Ross's <gasps> no lawyer things and like Rick Ross is worth like millions and millions of dollars through rapping as Rick Ross and then Rick Ross has to pay his legal fees no shit like it's the most like you can't make this shit up story and it's like all laid out in that how have document. I not heard of this it's amazing dude I'm watching it as soon as I get home yeah so Rick Ross is still alive so what did he yeah but so he just had like a massive heart attack He's wasn't he on life support or something was that Re- recently real Rick Ross or the rapper no rapper Rick Ross is he still on life support? Yes, oh, he's maybe, fucked. Maybe karma's grabbing him. Maybe. That's shitty karma for stealing a name, but wow. Like, you've... Oh, no, heavy. Nice, oh, sweet. But I wonder if he's at home on life support or if he's... Well, he obviously hasn't died. Receiving care at his home after leaving the hospital very early Monday morning. Oh, like right, like now. Yeah, oh yeah, he like just had like now. some massive thing like where he was no on yeah, life support nearly died. Because he's obviously not... A, yeah, he so what? unresponsive. Seizure. Yeah, because he's had seizures like on his last album. Because like his last album was actually pretty good, but I got that before I did this Netflix doco. And um, what's that? Yeah, it's dude, cr- watch it. Dude, watch it. I'm gonna. Yeah, it's heavy. And if anyone else wants some more Netflix <laughs> recommendations, defiant ones has just come. Yeah, on. I just watch it. Have you watched so, that? I actually watched it. A while ago, when it, first when it was came on out. HBO, yeah, yeah, uh, I watched so it. So sick! How's the first like five minutes of it? I, I when, the, when, it the, when, the, when the guys are like rapping all like on a uh, on like Facebook Live, and they're like first hip hop. That's right. And then old mate, and then old mate Jimmy Iovine's like, no, no. <laughs> that Jimmy Iovine's a interesting cat, man. Proper dude, huh? Super weird guy, but like that's like a really eccentric dude that like you talk about tunnel vision oh, like yeah. like imagine like we're saying that's detrimental to our lives at, at times mm. imagine that dude's tunnel vision oh, and yeah. like how Maybe. that would affect his but i didn't know because i'm a huge fleetwood mac fan i didn't know he was married to stevie that nicks. he was with stevie nicks because oh have you ever seen sound city yeah sickest docker how heavy is like realizing what come out of that one studio oh mental like pretty much everything actual, actual everything yeah like pop culture every is, yeah like everything and so like you get um Fleet- not much didn't come out of that i know like nirvana fleetwood mac well like fleetwood mac before stevie nicks just like the blues jazz band mm. and then like all of a sudden they go there you go here's mm. this stevie nicks chick and then like that um that just started them as like Fleetwood Mac with her as the mm. lead singer and then like all those docos when you like realize and I guess that goes to like what we're saying about it's just an industry same like same, it's just right? the same thing like well, you look at you look at Jimmy and he was like 
like in the in the docker he was like yeah like i was just working working at the um at the working at the car wash <laughs> um, just working at the at the sound studio and then one day they asked him to go in over easter and it was paul paul, paul mccartney, paul McCartney yeah. that they wanted him to um to yeah yeah work with and he was just like what the fuck just get some skin in the game he got skin in the oh he got big time skin in the game when, he does when you're recording fucking paul mccartney you got some skin in the game but that's a like that's the kind of happy accidents that can happen but you have to be there for yeah, it to happen exactly you just got to make yourself available yeah well that's like that's one of the biggest things i find is that you just you know you know you hear people saying i'm just gonna do a month of saying yes to everything yeah i've just said yes to everything pretty much my whole life yeah <laughs> Yeah. Want to party? Okay. Want to go here? Okay. Yeah. Want to do this? Yep. Dude, that's like me and Glenn were talking about that driving to Derby. So, because I went to Derby, whatever, last Glenn, week. Glenn, week, Glenn, Glenn Jacobs. Jacobs. Yeah. So, owner of Fowler Trail. Trail. But, also so, Jason's uncle. Yeah, so, he goes, <laughs> so he just calls up and I had like podcast plan and I had like shit I had to do mm. and we're doing advertising proposals and trying to actually make some and fucking money. And also film some mountain bikes. Yeah. So, then he's like, he's like, oh, can you, are you like, got much on and i was like well actually yeah I'm depends on flat depends out. on he- w- what you're looking at yeah and so he goes paid, pa- actual paid work no <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah depends <laughs> if you mean by working but uh so he's like oh you want to come or have you got time to come do D- this thing at derby it. and i was like no he's like but, cool cool see you tomorrow yeah and i was like <laughs> i was like but send me the detail and like i didn't even know how long i was going for mm. But I was like, man, I'll figure it out. Like, yeah. surely I'll figure it out. And, it's all good. And you, yeah, you just, you, it didn't make sense to go, but I went and I'm glad I did. And I'm you here said now. Yes. And not, yeah, you did. Yeah, you just said yes. And it's like, and then that, it wasn't like, um, you know, you're not making fucking bank off little jobs in Tassie yeah. and things like, you know what I mean? It's not life changing shit. What's wrong with Tassie? But oh, it's fucking Tassie. <laughs> but you know what I mean you go there you don't know who you meet and then because yeah. you said yes to that the next job comes oh, up oh that's 100% my life yeah for sure I'm just like yeah sweet yeah let's do this yeah let's do that yeah fucking sweet well like if you weren't at Formula 1 you wouldn't have met Matto no. you wouldn't have done this you wouldn't have no. done that like and but you do know I didn't say yes to getting a personal loan for buying some fucking, fucking energy fucking drinks energy poison yeah <laughs> poisoning the kids um, I, the children yeah I um yeah, wouldn't probably be here. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like it's just that chain of events, and and you you know where no leads. Yeah, that's no like leads to nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> that's nowhereville. There's a fucking yes could lead to anywhere. Yeah, yes Who is knows? completely open ended. Isn't it crazy? Mm. All right, we're done. Two yeah. hours forty four minutes. Yeah, yeah. listen, I'm just did that feel like two hours and forty four <laughs> minutes? Nah, it just felt like not that long. It's pretty good, eh? Have yeah. you eaten yet? Have you had dinner? No, we should get a dinner. We should. We need to get you some food, mate. Yeah, you hungry. Do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we so, are. Not a burrito. Shout out to Guzman. Can we please get it? Guzman and Guzman catering get the, get sponsorship? The, no, I just get, I want you to get Mr. Guzman and Mr. Gomez on the, <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> oh. I feel like that those guys would have some stories. Dude, you know what's crazy? Like, everyone speaks Spanish there. I know. You know what you don't I was, see a lot you know of, what you don't I was thinking. See a lot of Spanish you don't in see them, in general. You don't see them around, but they're all there. Mm. Yeah. Makes you wonder like how they find them all. <laughs> <laughs> it really does that. No, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like but like imagine you went to Spain, right? And you walked into a restaurant full of 
full on Aussies. Yeah, yeah. g'day, mate. How you going? You'd be like, what the fuck? Dude, yeah. that's the tilted kilt in Temecula. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But, you know, like, yeah, no, no, but, no, like no. if you're in somewhere like, you know, like yeah. Spanish speaking, or if you're in Mexico and you walked in and it was an Aussie restaurant and they were cooking sausages and hamburgers on the barbie. Yeah. And they were like, g'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, yeah. nah, sweet as. You, you know, know like, what sucks about Australia is that we just, like, don't value speaking other languages. No. Nah. Because, like, there's so many. We're so lazy with our own we language. We are, man. Like, we. Did it, we finish and then start again? We did. Yeah, we did. But, like, I think about that because, like, <laughs> where, I, where I train, there's a lot of Brazilian guys. Yeah. And they'll be, like, doing something. They'll be, like, Jace, do this, do that. And then they'll be, like. Yeah. And I'm, like, fuck, you can just do that. Like, I can't speak two no. things. Like, they're just not even thinking about it. It's no. just. And like, but then like you said, like, where do they find all those But then people? like in, Amer- in America, like I feel like a lot of people know. A lot of people speak Spanish. In- but, but like even, you know, you pick up stuff like yeah. just from, but like, I don't know any Spanish at all really, but like you, you pick up bits and pieces just, you know, like people. From being around people exposure. In, but people in California say Spanish things, even if they're not Spanish at all. Oh, dude, Wes can f- speak full-blown Spanish. Crazy, he worked yeah. as a... His first job when he was a teenager, he worked in a... Uh, Wes Williams again. He worked in a... Um, Filmer. Dishwasher, uh, as a dishwasher in a restaurant. No, all Spanish. He was the only white dude. Yeah. Even though I, I kind of think Wes is black. But, um, like, I think it's very open-ended that he could be, like, actually black. But he's just one... Of, he's like a white black dude. But... Um, and I'm, like, legitimately think... Because if you look at his calves, like white people don't have calves <laughs> like him. The only exception is Ash Simpson from JDR. He's like the only. How dude. good's Ash? I haven't seen him for <laughs> oh, ages. What a legend! Oh. I heard you did bad things to his Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, and did did, did you? Uh, we got to tell this story. His fucking dog shit on my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even I was there for like a week and uh his, maybe, dog, his dog was maybe so more, off you maybe more because it's only it was like him and his mum lived in this apartment and then their dog Shelby and Shelby's a beautiful Shelby dog Shelby was fucking off Jason and so there's three couches so you were, you were on Shelby's couch yeah, right? there was nah. Ash's couch there was Ash's mummy's couch and there was Shelby's couch and who's Jason was uh, and on I was couch. on Shelby's couch and that fucking dog was smart enough to go into my room and shit on my pillow probably had trouble loading her instagram feed as well <laughs> with the wi-fi the, spin- the spinning wheel uh, all right we're gonna go all sam right. you're a legend thank gypsy, you man gypsy gang gypsy gang for life we're gonna get some shirts made up gypsy gang's gonna be on them we're gonna get <laughs> we're gonna get an intro where someone sings that song but gypsy instead of gang, uh what do they say gucci i don't know we're we'll gonna, work it. We'll work we're it. We're gonna out. do heaps oh, we'll, of shit. Yeah, heaps it's, of stuff. We're gonna do happening. heaps of stuff. It's happening. It's all happening. Yeah, <laughs> Sam's gonna send. Sam's gonna send out. Or maybe Ricky's gonna send. Yeah, out well, if, Rick, if Ricky gets me addresses, I'll send them out. Done. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, Sam, you're a fucking legend. Cheers, One of the best mates. Sam guys. And love your brother. I reckon you're gonna be on the podcast like more, seventeen or eighteen more times. Yeah, surely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a lord. Fuck.